Welcome to the Voice of the Force podcast, episode 18, title to be to be determined. Um, my name is Dan, and I'm joined by my co-hosts, Noma. How's it going? Not too bad. How you been today, man? Eh, I'm good. <laughs> I'm alive. That's the important yes, part. Yes, yes. And then, uh, Ed. Hello. How you doing today, buddy? I'm good. Good stuff. And uh, we're joined by our uh, guest, again, our, se- our special guest, Vanessa Gamble, down hey, from the United States of America. Woohoo! How's it going down there, Vanessa? Good. Just uh, going to celebrate Independence Day, just uh, have, enjoying the weekend off. So we're going to have a good time, but yeah. Exactly. What better way to celebrate Independence Day than record a Star Wars podcast? Yeah, the slight difference between our two countries, right? You guys fought... A war for independence and we asked nicely like 80 years later (laughs) (laughs) yeah sorry (laughs) no you made you made our job easier (laughs) all right yeah i mean everything's just yeah i'm just excited to be here with you guys and 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 talk about uh, all the things that we have to plan talked about today but i'll let you guys introduce what we're going to be talking about today (laughs) thank you and uh noma what are we talking about today so today we are going to be going over uh, conventions just in general. Uh, you know, a lot of us here have attended conventions. They might not have necessarily been Star Wars convent. Well, actually, the majority of, of them might not have been Star Wars conventions for us, some of us. But, uh, you know, we've all enjoyed conventions in our life. And uh, today we want to kind of go over some of those things, our experiences there, first conventions, uh how how much we enjoyed Star Wars celebrations because we've all done celebration now. Um, one one of us has some stories about working at a con and uh, a couple of other fun things. So yeah, hopefully it'll be a good time. Thank you, Noma. And uh, before we get into how you can contact us, just wanted to catch up with Vanessa. Vanessa, what has Star Wars been like for you recently? Oh well, I mean, Mandalor- Mandalorian's over, but that's always still kind of running in the background in my apartment um then we also got bad batch going on and then Ooh. lucky me i'm in florida so i'm i'm always itching for a chance to go back to galaxy's edge and i'm saving up as much money as i can to see <laughs> if i can get to the uh the star wars hotel that's being built soon so we'll nice. see about that. <laughs> that would be I also awesome signed up for uh, i also officially got my hotel for star wars celebration 2022 oh so nice nice that's upcoming so we're looking forward to that <laughs> you were able to get your tickets early because you were you had your tickets from the last convention right and they kind correct. of like moved them over yes correct mm. i didn't cancel mine i'm like i'm not going to be doing anything I, like this is the one thing that i look forward to every years or year or every couple of years and yeah. there's no way in hell that i'm not going <laughs> and, uh, i mean i still got my uh, star wars 2020 uh, celebration shirts and uh, oh, wow. all the memorabilia so <laughs> we're gonna and just go for it. Um, I managed to get the Hyatt Hotel, and if anyone wants to stop by while I'm there, let me know. <laughs> there you go. Nice. We haven't gotten our tickets yet. They haven't gone on sale for us uh, um, normal folk. Uh, <laughs> but we'll hopefully get there. And yeah. uh, how, how did you like The Mandalorian? We haven't talked to you like since it started, season two started and ended. I what loved did you think it. About that? I mean, that, that finale, oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. I mean, as so soon good. as I saw the X-Wing, I, 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 I was freaking out and my boyfriend who uh, likes Star Wars but doesn't understand it as well as I do is not <laughs> not a true patriot like I am um who uh, is that? was like yeah he, I'm just freaking out and screaming he's like what why that's great oh man and it looks like you have the x-wing right behind you there 
There, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, for, for all our for all our uh, video viewers, <laughs> <laughs> which we have zero. Yeah, exactly. Oh, yeah, yeah. We've all got background? backgrounds behind us, but yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, and uh, the Bad Batch. What are you enjoying about that so far? Um, I'm really loving how intricate and well made the story is. It gives the um, the post Order sixty six world a really great depth that um, we haven't seen in canon. Ever, I think, um, since, until we see, uh, I think, what, Rogue One or, or um, Solo. Yeah. So it's just really interesting, and especially with the the perspective of the clones, uh, the Bad Batch themselves, seeing how they're going through what the essentially the Empire taking over and um, just seeing the different view that Disney's kind of taking on it. Because like for those that are book lovers, um, I, to my knowledge, it was that the Emperor preferred clones but because um they the communion stopped making them or something like that or they just aged they ha he had to switch to um civilians or to mm -hmm. like human forces mm -hmm. i don't know if, if this isn't correct there's a lot of different lore out there yeah, there's so a lot I of different things that happen in legends that's for sure exactly. that's, that's so pretty that was... close to what it's did what yeah. it actually yeah it, it was the aging thing that was really the biggest factor mm. he just couldn't handle it he's like exactly. it's gonna cost too much all right fine yeah so then he just got so then he got civilians or just regular recruits and so um it's interesting to see this perspective of that that they wanted regular um uh, re regular civilians people of the, mm -hmm. of the empire to join up um and that the, cl the clones are essentially fighting for their existence which is i find interesting and just mm -hmm. the whole um order 66 and how how the bad batch is somewhat immune to it mm -hmm. and 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 then seeing um how their brotherhood is being torn apart by like uncontrollably by these chips in their heads so yeah. it's, it's it's really well done i mean they do, they've done it again nice there's there's some interesting there's something interesting as well that i, I saw yesterday where because i'm assuming we're all caught up right we've, we're all yes at, yeah the news so uh, something that someone was pointing out was that the attes that were in the last episode mm -hmm. they're actually a couple shades lighter in gray than they were in clone wars and it's it's to bring them more in line with like an empire aesthetic because they look closer to the like light kind of durasteel gray. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, but that ATSDs and ATATZs. Yeah. So I was just going like, oh man, like it's just it's it's there's so much there's so many subtle visual details that are helping kind of streamline them into, you know, the empire. Yeah. While still kind of like yeah, cuz it's an interesting thing where they they look like clones still, but you you get that empire vibe now, right? I mean, the officers helps with that a lot. All of a sudden We've swapped from the gray from Republic to what, olive the green. Drive, yeah. yeah, yeah, of the Empire, but yeah. yeah and too. just lots of the regime force as well about how yeah. they're having everybody, everybody, mm -hmm. everyone becoming registered and just like how you can't escape the Empire now. Yeah, yeah. Overall force. <laughs> mm. What do you think of Omega? Um, I'm. It, I, it gives me a lot of early Ahsoka vibes, where everybody was just like, eh, on the fence with her. <laughs> like, this annoying little snip sometimes um but she's it's uh, what they're really known for is really good character development mm -hmm. so mm -hmm. there's some moments where i'm just like omega stop no but um, it's, <laughs> gotta make your it's, mistakes essential, essential uh, yeah it's, essentially it's it, the ahsoka vibes where we're gonna she's gonna grow into character that we know and love and admire um, nice. hopefully and she's got a new bow and arrow or yeah there you energy go bow, i guess not bow and arrow yeah Mm -hmm. but yeah that's that's awesome thank you for for sharing your perspective on those that's like that's great 
Yeah, I'd say watching watching Bad Batch now is like being Darth Maul in the Clone Wars, knowing and seeing the plan start to form, and yeah. you're just going like, "Oh my god!" <laughs> and then every, every, nobody's listening to you, so we yeah. see it now, and everyone goes, "Oh my god!" And you don't know what's happening. Yeah. Yeah. wedding. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Ed, would you like to let the listeners know how they can contact us and let us know what they thought of The Mandalorian or The Bad Batch or anything that we're talking about on this episode? Well, you guys know how to contact us through those. I'm going to ask you that if you hear any crazy convention stories that maybe you couldn't, you can't believe they're true, you got to make sure you ask us again. Or if you have crazy stories of your own, everybody's got them. Oh, please share those. We've got email, so <laughs> you want to contact us at voiceoftheforce.gmail.com. Uh, if you'd like social media more, that's we got Twitter, we have Instagram, we're on there at Voice Force Pod. So if there is anything, I really want to hear some good stories, actually. So, so many good that's one. There can't be. Yeah, I mean, you could, yeah, what could it be? Like hashtag con horror stories or something. Anything. You know, yeah, normally just, you love that yeah, one. So we'll yeah, we've got that. a couple. <laughs> but, you know, you can retweet, repost anything that we have there. Mostly new episode tweets. And that really helps with exposure, and we really appreciate that. If you want to find old episodes where we don't bash on ourselves about <laughs> conventions or anything like that, uh, you can visit voiceoftheforce.com. We've got plenty of detailed episodes there. They're all split up nicely for you. So we've got three different shows, four maybe now, but <laughs> mm-hmm. you can find them on there. Uh, so listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. And if you do leave a five-star review, we'll love you more than we do. But, <laughs> you know, you can't always do that. If you don't like what you don't like, that's fair too. But comments help with visibility, so anything you put there is very much appreciated. But if you do follow and or subscribe for free, you will get episode updates as soon as they release. And that's free, remember. So it could be Sunday at 4 a.m. and for whatever reason you're on Spotify listening to your favorite music. And then you'll see, bam, new episode released. And it's like, what's that? Oh, Voice of the Force has a new episode. I'll take a listen. It's pretty simple. Thank you, Ed. Let's get into our discussion topics. And the first one is actually something that happened yesterday on July 3rd. And uh, we kind of just stumbled upon it, not realizing that they were doing a panel um, mm-hmm. at Anime Expo Lite this year. And it's Star Wars Visions. Noma and I were uh, lucky enough to grab some tickets for that, which they were actually super cheap. They were like $6 mm-hmm. for the whole weekend. Yeah, something six like seventy something. I, yeah. I thought it was $5 or $6 for the day. Yeah, no, it's for the yeah, whole weekend. Uh, it's for the whole weekend, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. And uh, they had a panel. It was about half an hour. And basically, it was the people uh, working uh, in America uh, at uh, Lucasfilm, I believe. I'm not sure what department they were from. Probably the animation department, I would assume. Mm. And uh, they were talking about how they like, you know, their influences of anime and all that stuff. And then we got to see snippets of each studio um, and what they're going to be covering. And I took some notes. Not very good notes because it was going so fast. Um, but I did get some screenshots uh, that we're going to talk about as well here and just kind of talk about what we're excited for for these uh, little shorts they're making for uh, September, which is when we're going to get them on Disney+. Plus. So um, as for the first studio that we got here, uh, the first one is the only image I got from it was uh, the very the bottom one on the Google Drive there, my friends. It is the dual Kamikaze Doga. And this is basically all of the um, character designs for the characters in the uh, short called The Duel. And it is uh, animated and uh, put together by a 
animation studio called Kamikaze Doga. Mm. And uh, the, um, the snippet that I got from it was basically it's uh, about a story about being selfless and doing things for others and not expecting a lot in return. And we get these, I don't know about you guys, but hyper-stylized, amazing character designs of like uh, Tuscan Raiders with like straw outfits on as well. Mm. We get like a Trandoshan that looks badass. Gonctroids made of wood. It, it is It is like they pulled all of the character designs straight out of like Yojimbo. Like yeah. it's very kind They did of... reference that. Yeah, it's very kind of like um, like dirty, kind of beat up samurai look. Very, you know, um, very kind of rugged. And for uh, reference, if anybody here is, or if anybody listening is an anime uh, viewer or lover, like some of us are, then uh, Kamikaze Doga did a couple of things. One of the things that I actually didn't realize until I looked them up a little bit later was uh, they did all of the 3D openings for the JoJo animes. Oh, nice. Yeah, yeah. so from season one to three. And uh, the other two things that they're most known for is they did the, uh, I think it was like a year or two ago, the Ninja Batman movie. That makes sense. That's, <laughs> yeah. That okay, matches the style perfectly. And then the one thing that really surprised me, because it, it's not even close to the anime style, but I mean, it's not supposed to be. They also did Pop Team Epic. Oh, nice. Yeah, which is, it's if you haven't heard that, it's a very, very meme very weird, uh, but very, very funny anime. Nice. Yeah, you've probably seen hundreds of memes that have come from it, but yeah. Most likely. <laughs> um, is there anything that stands out to you, Noma, about like designs here and things that you really enjoyed from, from seeing the sneak peek? I mean, when I first saw this, I, I assumed it was, uh, there's another studio, I'm pretty sure that, I, if I mess up the name, I'm, I apologize, but it's called 20 Degrees Celsius. Uh, they're the guys who did Afro Samurai and Redline and stuff like that. I mm -hmm. um, see. Let me let me look that up real quick to make sure I'm not making an ass of myself. But yeah, when I saw this, um, I, I definitely yeah, it, thought of Afro Samurai. Yeah, it looks it looks so much. Uh, oh, Redline was Madhouse. I'm dumb. Sorry. Um, God, that's an embarrassing mistake. Of course, it's. And you work in you work in in <laughs> animation and, and stuff. What are you talking? Yeah, about? yeah. You're so, an animator. No. Yeah, right. So. Uh, it looks very much like Afro Samurai, which now that I also think about it, that I think Gonzo did work with that as well. It might have been Gonzo, but either way, um, it looks very much like that kind of style. It's very, it's got a lot of that like crisp line detail and a lot of the um, kind of very, very stylized to really show off um, rugged facial details and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. It it looks very cool and very interesting. Um, I mean, I'm definitely down to see this one. There's some really kind of funny things as well. We get to see an R4 unit who has like the the Ronin straw hat. Yeah, in the front middle there. It, yeah, which was kind of weird. I wasn't expecting that, but yeah, it it, it just looks like it's going to be very very Japanese inspired Star Wars, nice. which I'm down. Yeah, Vanessa, what do you think of the uh, of the first image here? Yeah, of the one image we have. <laughs> Um, not the biggest buff in anime, but it looks like me, like something I actually would enjoy and okay. watch. Um, this looks, the art, I mean, I've always admired anime and in manga, um, artwork, and I must say it looks amazing and I'm looking forward to seeing anything Star Wars at this point. <laughs> yeah. Right. And we get a whole bunch of different, uh, unique stories with this, which is fun. Just in a different medium, right? Exactly. It's, um, looking forward to it and kind of seeing a new, having a new world open to, for me. Nice. Ed, what do you think? 
dude i love this um <laughs> i knew you would for, first off the the one image it catches me and it's not hard to because it's right in the middle but the r2 unit just with the straw hat yeah that's yeah. it and it's just like yeah we're all different but check me out i i stay with the i stay with the cannon i know what i'm about and then the stormtroopers yeah, with like the, the partial mask back there, it mm. is cool. It took me a while because it was the one that looks like uh, Genji at the end there, where <laughs> it was like he's got the eye patch, and I was like, "Man, that's a, a really cool mask." And I was like, "Wait a minute, that's a oh, like the the art style is doing great things while trying to look like anime but still holding everything Star Wars in it." Yeah, the Doug at the top of the, I guess that's a probe droid. Or a torture droid. Yeah, just something really, like that. Because he's just chilling up I love there. how old he looks. He's just like this like, yeah, wizened old man. Ancient, but it's it's still like, yeah, I get to do this because I'm old. No. This is... I like it. I like it. It's... I know you mentioned that. It looked more like... It gives a really big Afro Samurai vibe for me. Oh, yeah. Especially, like, there was a team of, like, 20 people he jumped into. And they were all using different weapons trying to attack him. But the, the feel is all here. With the wind blowing in a certain direction, and everybody just kind of like, mm. but you won't see that face I just made. But <laughs> it's like they're they're looking they're looking pretty menacing, and so it's that's a, what I thought of right away before you mentioned any of those studios. It's like Afro Samurai, Star exactly. Wars. You Hell just, yeah, you just feel it right there. Mm. And the the cool thing about those stormtrooper helmets is that they're mixtures between like Empire and First Order. Like yeah, the guy on the right. far right, the Genji looking guy. He's got like the first order mask. Same with the guy. He's second has, from the, um, the, the second, yeah. And then the other, the other ones, ones have like, like regular. The yeah. Some pretty cool stuff in here though. Like even like the weapon designs and stuff like that, I think are really cool. Mm. Um, let's move on to. Um, I'm gonna skip a few of them until we get to uh, Studio Trigger because this is another. <laughs> what, just going straight to the one that I I'll, like. I'll, I'll mention. I'll mention them. We have Lop and Ocho by mm. Gen, uh, Geno Studio or Geno Studio. Yeah, so. And I'll, I'll just jump in every once in a while with yeah. some other stuff. So Studio Geno, uh, they're a smaller studio. They're not quite as well. They're probably the one of the least well-known on this list. But uh, the one work that they did recently was Golden Kamui, which I haven't seen. But I've heard I've heard good, good things, things about, about it. it. Yeah. Um, this one goes over a concept in Japanese culture called wabi-sabi. And apparently wabi-sabi is like accepting natural beauty for all of its faults. And like seeing that encroaching like industrialization that is like wrecking the natural beauty of it and they said that um it's a perfect opportunity to to show that uh via the empire coming in and if you take a look through them um uh, we have a character named lop who has is like a, kind of like a bunny type character and then she's got like a little droid that's with her and this older um guy that's with her i think her master or like mentor or something like that that they um are on their way to probably save some sort of nature or natural area. Um, we get some really cool designs. Like there's a speeder bike design. I don't know if you guys saw that one. Um, screenshot 34 there. It is so cool. It's mm -hmm. like a white and black stormtrooper with the white and black speeder that match them. And uh, it looks really, really cool. It's like Empire era with first order tools. Yeah, that's actually mm -hmm. a good way to put it. The the one thing I'm really interested in with this uh, Studio Geno project is that uh, it looks it's got a really really nice design just across right like you look at all the stuff that they've got like the K2 units and the officers and even Lop like they all just like they all look really nice yeah and really clean and it it looks like it looks like this 
uh, short is really focusing on design. Mm-hmm. So I'm, I'm really looking forward to seeing how this one turns out. How we did do... this dude become an Imperial officer? Right. <laughs> we do also get the, uh, if you look on uh, screenshot 36 there, on the far right, you see a dark trooper. And uh, so that's going to be interesting mm. to see if they come back into um, into this series here. But uh, that's that one. Uh, the next one, uh, which we I'm excited about for the art style, but the story, not so much. Um, <laughs> yeah. It's called Tatooine Rhapsody. And it's uh-huh. by um, Col- Studio Colorido. Mm. And basically, it's a Star Wars rock opera, essentially. Following this group. Bebop, man. Yeah, kind of. <laughs> and there's some really interesting, like, there's a, it looks like a hut, a slug kind of guy with a big, like, toupee on his head playing the <laughs> guitar. And this little kid, I don't know where I recognize this art style from, but it looks very familiar. Um, but yeah, they get uh, Boba Fett, and it's like they called it a chibi version, so everybody's kind of like shrunken down into like look like a kid, but yeah. they're actually like their actual age. So you get Boba Fett in there as well, and they said they have Jabba the Hutt, and we're gonna go back to Tatooine, obviously with the Tatooine Rhapsody, and follow this group as they become um, a rock sensation, hopefully. Um, and yeah, so I'm also just gonna jump yeah. in real quick. So uh, just again more info on on stuff uh so colorito has it's mostly from what i remember it's it's they really cut their teeth in movies first so they've done a couple uh one was penguin highway which was uh, that was pretty good i watched that one a while ago and then uh i didn't realize this was out so i'm gonna have to watch this but they did they also did the burn the witch ova um which i need to watch if uh anybody hasn't heard about burn the witch if you know bleach it's the oh, yeah. uh, sequel manga that the guy who made bleach uh tite kubo did he, he wrote in that it's just like it's not over or something like that yeah, like he well, bleach they, and then we started yeah. getting the animated episodes for the final season right? well pl- plus there's the end of burn the witch which uh you know i i won't say it's a spoiler but it does tie into some other stuff nice um and then they've also they're doing a couple of the new pokemon series nice. so oh, that's good. yeah they're they're an interesting studio Vanessa, do you have any opinions on the art style for these last two or anything that you kind of notice in them? No, not in particular. I mean, it kind of gives me, I mean, I'm, like I said, not the biggest anime, kind of a hybrid between um, um, Naruto and Gorillas. Yeah, Yeah, I I can see that. Looking at the hut, that's what I'm thinking right away. It's like, oh my God, this is familiar. Why? I'm just like, that makes a lot that. of sense. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> and we get this. So one. yeah, maybe they're just like maybe it's. Like, have they announced any of who the voice actors are going to be? Nothing. Just no, a little nothing. bit of the art and who's making them. Sadly. You never know. Maybe they'll be the girl. The, the gorillas will make an appearance. That'd be hilarious. That'd be so good. I want to watch though. <laughs> <laughs> no, really, There's a really cool picture on screenshot 43 of a three-headed looks like Devaronian with four arms. I I didn't understand that at first. I'm like, that's a really cool concept and design. I hope they're a drummer. That would be amazing. Um, just from the the sheer amount of heads nah, and dude. arms that this guy has. That's not four arms, man. There's just two people behind him. No, no, that's one person. It's, it's all yeah, it's all the same person. There's only one set of legs. Yeah. What? <laughs> <laughs> no. It's a little yeah. No, <laughs> he's the lead singer. Then are you kidding me? Yeah, it's actually yeah, three sets of and arms. backups right beside him. There you like, go. Yeah. You not? There you go. You have harmonization like crazy. Well, no, no trio <laughs> going on, maybe. Now oh I think so. 
Uh, the next studio we got is the one that I'm really excited for. I know Noma is as well. It's Studio Trigger, and they're doing two yes. different ones. Yes. Um, we're doing uh, the first one is called The Twins. And mm. uh, for this one here, it's basically um, uh, brother and sister Imperial uh, Sith, it looks like. And looks like they, it, they didn't go into a lot of detail, but basically it was like the brother wanted to bring the sister back from something because they're, they're really close mm. and they had like a falling out or something like that. In one of these pictures here, we see, or a few of the pictures, we see as two Star Destroyers welded together with a massive mm. engine in between them mm. because they are so close that they had to make a double Star Destroyer into one. Um, Isn't that a weapon? Nope, that is, as far as I know, it looks like an engine, but it could be well, a weapon. It could, it looks it, like it could be gonna, a gun. I, I think I, it's going to, like, cook somebody. Just <laughs> could be. Because the Desolator and stuff, they, yeah. that's exactly how they were set up. They were just in the middle of a Star Destroyer, yeah. not two. So that's... From screenshot that's uh, 62 to screenshot 76 is this anime, the the twins. Mm. And these are the guys that... Nomad, do you want to tell them what... They they worked on in the past. I oh, am like, I just gonna am I just gonna go nuts now? Yes. <laughs> now I will I will unleash the beast. Yeah. So uh, Trigger is one of my favorite anime studios of all time. The stuff that they've they've done, I've been following them since they weren't Trigger. Because uh, if people don't know, uh, Trigger is a studio that formed off of Gainax, uh, the guys who made Evangelion, and specifically uh, the guys from Trigger made Gurren Lagann uh, back when in the late 2000s and from there they've gone on to make just a bunch of really good anime if you haven't seen them before i definitely recommend them kill la kill uh darling in the franks uh kiznaiver little witch academia all of it uh bna quadruple s gridman Promare, the movie which was also really good uh space patrol luluco inferno cop there's so many all, all the stuff they do is always really good and the animation fantastic. is always so so smooth and it's really nice they really know how to do um, action anime really well and the thing that i'm really excited for for the twins is that it literally looks like they're taking the same style from uh kill a kill and promare and just kind of mushing them together which is amazing that's one that's thing everything I, I need i gotta say about studio trigger <laughs> at least for this first one is that they're the animes like kill a kill and like darling and the franks and all mm. these other animes that they've they've done um they know how to use neon colors to an amazing oh, yeah. degree like they they know how to use a color palette and make it pop and oh, yeah. even even growing long and did that oh yeah exactly just, yeah and we get like screenshots here of um a dual wielding um uh sith uh, i think it was the sister here with mm. these almost darth vader looking lightsabers but like an inquisitor looking outfit and mm. my god like just some of these action scenes were like there's a person on the front of an x-wing with a lightsaber <laughs> i think it's the brother it yeah, it look it looks so like I said, it looks so kill a kill. Like these shots, I can just picture scenes from Kill a Kill. Yeah, that are like this. So I'm yeah, I'm really really looking forward to this. Some good stuff in here. Mm. Any thoughts on that, guys? Ed or Vanessa? I'm just patiently waiting at this point. <laughs> I mean, I'm pumped. If Mike's pumped, so there yeah. you go. <laughs> when the Steve animator and the guy that is an artist is pumped about something yeah you know I'm you gotta be, be happy i'm gonna be pumped in that case Definitely. oh yeah and yeah there's there's so many other things i mean just just kind of running through them uh there we've also got uh kinema citrus which is another uh pretty big studio that i'm also looking forward to and they're doing they're doing one where it looks really interesting the only thing is it's a story that i've heard many many times before so that's kind of gonna be interesting mm -hmm. 
we'll see. There's two stories and visions that sound like they're going to be very similar. So I'm, I'm curious how they're going to differentiate them, but it's, um, I, I guess the I'm kind of taking this over. Yeah. The village bride. Yeah. Um, so if you, if anyone is an anime watcher, again, you probably have seen uh, Kinema Citrus because they did Rising of the Shield Hero so and Made in Abyss and Black Bullet, a couple of other things. Um, but yeah, so the story is, is going to uh, kind of center around basically a Jedi who comes to a village and he's interacting with this bride before her wedding day. Um, and then it's a, they, they keep it a little bit vague, but they say something about how she's doing it for like the good of her village. I'm like, okay, so we're doing that thing where it's the... Sacrifice to the dragon. Yeah, exactly. It's the wedding, and one side doesn't want to marry the other side, and then they they can't get out of it. But then the the mysterious stranger rolls into town, and he solves the problem. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um. And so we'll see. I mean, it could there there are other ways it could go. There are other ways it could go, but it seems like a story that I've seen a bunch of times in anime before. So I'm interested in seeing how they put a spin on it. Um, like I'm just gonna try and kind of burn through these ones. No, a, a little you bit missed. Quickly, you but... missed one. You missed one from Studio Trigger, the Elder. The Elder. Oh yeah. Well, I assume like we're just kind of burning through them all now. But yeah, the Elder one looks interesting. I just too. wanted to go over some of the character designs for that. Yeah, sure. It's, um, the thing that I got for that one was Master and Padawan relationship, and it's just um, basically them having this passing the torch type uh, story um, from one generation to the next. And, I mean, you see that a lot in anime, uh, like Naruto and, like, essentially any anime you watch. My Hero Academia, you know, One Piece, all that kind of stuff. Um, all the anime. All three of those are just all the anime. Um, but we get some really cool designs. Like, there's a really old guy that looks like a Sith with, like, these, like, two Sith daggers. And, mm. oh, my God, his design is really, really cool. Um, and just, like, the art style for that one, too, I am very much looking forward to. Mm. Uh, we get this uh young uh boy padawan as well as this old man uh master older man probably i don't know like 50s 40s maybe um but we get some really cool um designs there and like notes and the master's name at least is ajin and we get some pretty cool stuff with it so i'm mm -hmm. excited for i'm excited for this one as well all right no but you want to let us know what the last few are and then we can yeah. uh, move on yeah, so we've got another uh, another double short, which is coming out from uh, Studio Saru, or Science Saru, as they're also known. Um, and this one, we've got two, and this is what I was kind of saying before, where it was like, it feels like we're, it's, we've got two shorts that have very similar feels to it. Because uh, we're getting a, the first short from them is called Akakiri. And uh, Akakiri is kind of the same thing, where it's, this time it's a, uh, they said it was a Jedi who's left the order and he kind of comes to this village and there's uh, this uh, wife to be who's in trouble and he has to kind of help them out with the situation that they're in. Um, so, like I said, kind of similar to the village bride from uh, Kinema Citrus, but the style looks completely different and it looks it. It again kind of looks very Japanesey. We got a lot of scenes of kind of, you know, sprawling fields with little bridges and kind of mountain ranges and these really pretty. Uh, sunset shots so that one looks interesting and then they're also doing another one called uh tob1 and this one I'm, I'm interested in just because it's so clearly an astro boy yeah homage the main character is a it looks like kind of almost like a, a different yeah. like an almost different 3po unit um but it looks so much like uh astro boy that it is uncanny um and studio star was also a really big name uh in recent years they did um 
like oh god i can't remember what the translation is but aizoken aizoken niwa tewo dasena i think it's uh keep your hands off aizoken or don't touch miss aizoken or something like that mm. um they did ping pong the animation they've done Devilman crybaby oh um Oh. Yeah, yeah. So they 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 do good stuff. Like their animation is really nice and really fluid. So I'm really looking forward to them as well. I want to jump in here just quick with the Tob One. <clears throat> they said oh, that yeah. they had a lot of influence from uh, the uh, um, Speed Racer kind of stuff. Um, yeah, uh, Tezuka's Astro Boy and stuff like that. Yeah. And I think they they even said they got the original uh, composer. Yes, they got Astro the original Boy composer for Astro Boy as well. And it's like, yeah. oh man, that's gonna be cool to see the difference when you merge Star Wars and Astro Boy together. The music that's going to come with that is going to be really cool. Um, oh, yeah. But yeah, there's some really cool designs in here. Oh, yeah. And uh, yeah, so from there, we get to our last studio, which I'm also really excited for, um, because that is Production IG is going to be doing a short that is called The Ninth Jedi. And uh, Dan, do you, I guess, do you want to give a real sh uh, quick or quick synopsis on that one? Yeah, so this one here, um, I don't have, I, I didn't write down any of the things for it, but by looking at these images here, it looks like we're going to be going through, I believe it's following a um, a Jedi that is um, like kind of like a chosen one type thing. Um, and uh, basically, the, the studio that worked on this, um, they have done so many awesome uh, animations over the years. Namely, the one that I remember the most is the Haikyuu series, yeah, the volleyball <laughs> series. But it is so well animated and the designs are so well drawn that like you can honestly see that yes there is some design mm. in here that is from that they've also worked on the pokemon origins shorts on oh, youtube yeah. on the, production the oh yeah sorry i got you off there but yeah, pr yeah. production ig is like in, in my mind aside from trigger they're the they're the next most heavy hitting yeah um studio that there is because if you've watched anime you've probably seen a production ig series because they've done like dan was saying they've done haikyuu they apparently did kuroko no basket they've done psychopaths yeah they oh, did, wow. okay. yeah they they did uh vinland saga they okay. did a bunch of the ghost in the shell series and movies and they did a a really tiny it's a really obscure anime series uh mm -hmm. called attack on titan Dude, okay, stop <laughs> name dropping, man. Okay, th these guys are huge. Yes. Yeah, yeah, but with with I believe in conjunction with Madhouse, they they worked on uh, Attack on Titan, mm -hmm. um, or they just did everything past season one. I'm not I'm not 100 percent sure because I'm one of the like 10 people in the world who ha hasn't watched Attack on Titan yet. Um, so yeah, it, there's a whole thing about it. It was just it it when stuff is super popular, I kind of push away from it usually. Mm. Um, same reason I never got into Game of Thrones because I'm a weird person. But yeah, I actually haven't seen Attack on Titan. But Production IG is credited in their in its production. Nice. So, All right. Yeah. Thank uh, you, well, Noah. That, that first one just mm. looks like Avatar. Really. Yeah, it looks you, really good. <laughs> it's got the four different like color themes, like water, fire, earth. It's like, all right, cool. We'll get we'll get Star Wars Avatar. I'm fine with that. All right. Let's move into the convention topic, and uh, we'll start off with with uh, Vanessa on this one. And I have a few different topics here for, or different, um, yeah, topics, I guess, under the convention heading. Um, the first one are, what kind of conventions have you attended, and uh, maybe when they were? Yeah, so um, my first convention, I think, was WizardCon in Chicago. Oh, wow, um, okay. And a Wizard World um, in Chicago. And then... But the more the one I've been to the most is uh, Florida Supercon, 
Um, I've been to that one, I think, three or four times. Nice. And then, but my all-time favorite, of course, is Star Wars Celebration. Um, (laughs) I'm hoping to go to Dragon Con, and um, we'll see what else goes from there. I I lived in San Diego for, like, several years, never went to Comic-Con. Um, oh, wow. But I was I was young at the time, so that's also another goal of mine mm. is to go to Comic Con. Nice. Yeah. And from, you said... from what I've heard, sorry, from from what I've heard, San Diego Comic Con is is one of those ones where it's overwhelming if it's like your first or second con. Yeah. yeah. Did yeah. you cosplay your first time for it? <sighs> that I mean, for Dragon Con uh, or or Comic Con, I would be very intimidated to because those are that's the capital of cosplay. <laughs> um, I'm working on getting a Twi'lek. Um, oh, nice. Nice. Um, and uh, thankfully, my boyfriend is a firefighter. So if I get smothered to death by the latex, uh, <laughs> we'll have someone to res- uh, resuscitate me. There you go. But um, that's one of the ones I want to do. Um, it's on Star Wars related, I do do a Kaylee cosplay um, from from Firefly. Cool. So oh, oh nice. Yeah. 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 Um, and then I've done a, uh, um, Galadriel from Lord of the Rings, but Very nice. it's pretty okay. simple. Um, I'm trying to go a little bit more complex, but I mean, mm. after going to Star Wars Celebration and just kind of seeing how amazing the artists there, there are there, um, it's, it's intimidating and I'm a bit of a perfectionist when it comes to that kind of stuff. So mm. I want to make sure that if I do it, I, I'm not going to half-ass it. Yeah. And mm. I was going to ask too, Shout you said you want to do a... Firefly, man. There you go. Yeah, Firefly for sure. I love that series. 100%. You said you want to do a Twi'lek. What, uh, what type of Twi'lek? Are you doing like a pilot, like a Jedi or a Sith? Or I like... probably would do a Zura. Um, or gosh, I'm probably a Jedi, but I mean, it's who doesn't want to be painted blue? So That is true. That is true. That's pretty cool. Um, Noma, what cons have you attended? Uh, most of the ones that I've attended have been just in Ontario, basically. I, I went, I've, God, I've been doing Anime North for too long. Uh, <laughs> you and me both, man. Yeah, seriously. I think I've been going to Anime North for 14 years-ish. Boy. Uh, 12 years, because, you know, the last two years we haven't been able to go, but... What, were you 12 the first time you went? Uh, I was 14. My first one was in grade 9. <laughs> yeah, so yeah. <laughs> so I've been doing that one for way, way too long. Uh, I went to a very, very tiny one for, I think, two years called Northern Anime. Uh, yeah, Northern Anime Convention. I I've how been great to... these titles are different conventions. Anime North, Northern Anime. Yeah, Northern Anime. anime. <laughs> come, on, <laughs> well, come on, let's have a Sky's bit the limit. Yeah. Um, I've been to Con Bravo for a couple of years. Uh, I went to Atomic Lollipop once. That was another one. These are all ones that are just in, like, the immediate Toronto to just outside, of, just within the sphere of it, like Hamilton area. Mm. Um, and then I also went to, this one is actually kind of outside of the area, but not quite, Blue Mountain, which is a ski resort in Ontario. Uh, there's a con There's a con there called Yeti Con. Uh, I've been to that one for about three or four years. That one's really fun. And uh, then, yeah, the only convention I've been to outside of Ontario is Celebration in 2019. So, And that one was a lot of fun. It was. Yeah, but just kind of going over some of the same topics Vanessa was going over as well. You know, um, I've I also I've done cosplay for a little bit. Um, I I'm very much on the same boat as Vanessa, where it's just like I I want I need it to look perfect, and I also this is just a me thing. I don't mind if other people don't do this, but if I'm cosplaying someone, I need them to look like me, uh, which is kind of hard as an Asian with facial hair. 
that like that drops the number of uh, just as like, I mean I'm gonna be a little <laughs> stereotypical here, but just as an Asian in general, that limits your anime cosplays by a lot because Japanese people aren't interested in seeing other Japanese people, so all of our characters don't look look like you know foreigners. Um, but the ones that I've been doing uh, with a lot of fun and success was uh, two from One Piece, where I I can cosplay a Kainu everyone's favorite character yeah uh, oh, definitely 100 yeah. he definitely didn't kill any fan favorites characters, yeah. uh yeah and uh from the more recent stuff uh admiral uh kizar no, yes right? admiral, admiral Fia, i'd love right? to see that, Me, really. I would love to, that. Yeah. it wouldn't work at all no. but, we'll do a fusion uh, <laughs> story yeah exactly right but uh admiral fujitora is yes. one that i can do very very well uh, so i've been doing that one for for the last couple of years and it's been a lot of fun nice yeah and how about you man what cons have you been to I have been to uh, a couple, I think, because not including Star Wars Celebration, it would have been Fan Expo. Oh, yeah, Fan Expo. I forgot about that one. <laughs> I was going to say, Noma, you, you live in Ontario, never been to Fan Expo? I, I'll talk about it later. I don't really consider Fan Expo a convention. <laughs> really? Yeah, I, I, I've, yeah. Got some, I've got some stories for mm. that particular one. It's not it's PTSD stories. Um, <laughs> No, I've been to those two, and, you know, you guys have been way more than I have. But I remember, like, that, that I did have, remember that first time at Anime North. Are we doing stories already, or are we going to get Not yet, it? but we'll get there. Right, yeah, so those, yeah, it's been a few. Um, celebration. Celebration was just... It was a story, that's a story for... That's in and of itself. Yeah, like, I can't. Yeah, I can't yeah. just give that a piece of everything. Like yeah. we, we have to break that into three episodes over the three days or five days. <laughs> yeah. So like, for me to try and condense that into like, oh, what's your two minutes? I, I can't do that. I mean, I, if I, you I mean, if just... you guys want to go back and listen to Ed struggle through Star Wars Celebration because he's feeling yeah. like he's feeling ill, he had like con flu or something. He was mm. he was so done the entire weekend. He, he's trying his hardest to get going, but man, you were struggling. It's like picture you're there for the first time and you're you're stunned and at the same time it's like let's run over oh. yeah zero energy yeah <laughs> let's <laughs> it's just like if, if your droid's running on low power all day and you need to do stuff and it's just like yes right away I I just need a quick nap like it, it's terrible and you that's one thing that you don't see it coming because heading there was fine. Everything was good. And then you get there and it's immediately, oh, are you done the first day? Guess what? You're 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 done for the weekend. What? Mm -hmm. <laughs> yeah, I'll, I'll get into that a bit more. Yeah. Any cosplays you've done, Ed? I wish. Oh, yeah. I really wish. I I can visualize them perfectly. Which ones would mm -hmm. you like to do? Maybe one or two. All right, I have a few. So for Fan Expo, um, I really wanted to do the Arkham Knight. Ooh, that'd be nice. Um, because, but then seeing what goes into that, oh, and especially for the helmet, because I want those eyes. I want them <laughs> to be like, oh, mm. LED, everything. I just don't want to blind myself wearing it at the same time. Yeah. So, like, I can picture, like, okay, I need this, and the cover for this, I need this in the middle, and then I need this so it still reflects. And then I want to hit a button so that when you flip it, remember when he gets, like, the whole map of the city yeah. on his visor? Yeah, yeah. How can I not? It's there. I have to. <laughs> it's do something. Just, well, because to me, it's like, if you don't include half that stuff, you're not showing justice to the character that you are trying to embody sure. at that point. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, I could do Red Hood and just throw on the helmet at that point and do that. And I'm like, yeah, just get a, like a Batman freaking thing. And just, yeah, the red, the red Batman symbol, right? Like, mm -hmm. 
but then I feel like I wouldn't have done the thing I wanted to do. Yeah. So it's like, all right, fine. And then, um, your second one. The second one, man. If you had to do one for Star Wars Celebration, what one would you do? Yeah, it it would honestly, I would honestly just do like a either a clone, yeah, a clone mm-hmm. thing, or just go full on. Um, you remember in the Old Republic, one of the first uh, trailers for um, Deceived, where yes. the Sith crash through the the tower mm. and the doors open and then all you see are the lightsabers and then they, they oh, all got the masks yeah. and those are that cool that is yeah want. from yeah. the old republic like if amalgus is walking around i'm just gonna be like following him just like, no <laughs> no no okay i did there was I, that flash mob in new york when the mm. game dropped out when everybody was just like walking around saying around then amalgus and azalo show up and everybody's just like who the hell are these two and you know I, I flash mobs were big in the day yeah. and everybody was like everybody had a lightsaber and People walking around I'm I, in the I middle of this I did something similar to that one year, and I hate that there was a photo taken that I can't, I've never been able to find. But there was one year at Anime North. Sorry, I'm, I'm kind of cutting you off no, here. No but, uh, there was one year at Anime North where I went, and Assassin's Creed Brotherhood had come out that year. Okay. Uh, so I I bought an, I bought a cheap Ezio uh, outfit, and then I made some adjustments to it. So I went as a Brotherhood assassin. Oh, nice. like I, I had a mace and I had like a slightly different uh, costume and all that stuff. And it just so happened at one point during the convention, there was one Ezio, but he was being fought. But there were like four Brotherhood assassins, including me, in the area. That's awesome. And we all kind of found him and we went up and we were like, oh, not Ezio, <laughs> like Master Ezio. <laughs> and like kneeled in front of him and they, they got this little impromptu photo shoot. And I know so- someone gave me his card to be like, here's where I'm going to put the images. And I lost the card during the convention. Sorry, and I hate myself man. for never being able to find it. I mean, if you still have the bag from that convention, maybe. Right? I I, I should still try. If but anybody it was... is listening. And yeah, exactly. Photo, if you were there. Exactly. If you were at that convention 10 years ago, <laughs> please. Email us at voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's awesome. That'd be great. Those two cosplays, I would be up. I would be down to see those for sure. Yeah, because someone like, should do like a, like a Jedi Ezio. I think oh, they have kind of cool. Yeah. I would be down I for feel that. Like they have. Mm. have like the lightsaber like yeah, hidden like knife. That's, that's out. See, yeah. Oh God, no! Something's <laughs> <laughs> going wrong. <laughs> well, with, with the what the the with um Kylo Ren's red lightsaber, there's so many things that can go wrong. So that's at true. this point, at this I mean, point, there are any, goes. anything goes. He's been yeah. finding practical use for it. I will always be grateful for that. After all the debates and everything, we're like, oh, people's stupid. It's stupid. And then he starts, he like he yeah, starts burning, burning the Finn with it. And I was just like. Okay. Yes. Yes. You, you burn yourself. It's true. I, it's like I just have a, like have such a hard time not wanting to like go like this. Well, well, like, like, yeah. I just cut my two exactly like, twenty years off. Yeah. Oh, oh, I'm not holding it anymore. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> my hand. Um, as for my conventions, I've been to Anime North, Comp Bravo, Fan Expo, um, Star Wars Celebration three times, and. Right. Believe that's it. I've been to. I Anime swear North. you've been to more. I I feel like I have, and there's probably some out there. But honestly, I've been to Fan Expo for like eight years. I've been to Anime North for about ten, eleven, twelve years, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's it, it's been a blast. I've actually um really enjoyed Star Wars Celebration, and mm-hmm. like for the first one, I went with um my girlfriend at the time. We had a blast, and that actually really got her into Star Wars. 
And then the second convention for our Star Wars Celebration, I went with my other girlfriend uh, at the time, which was different. And then she really liked it as well, so she got into it. And then the third convention, I went, went with, with your my other two girlfriends, two dudes, yeah. my, my my other my, my two boyfriends, throw me in with Ed that. And, and Noma. <laughs> and they were, I was like, okay, guys, we oh no, do... you're gonna break up with them too. I yeah, will have to on, on podcast. You I will have to. I will have to. Um, but no, I wanted to bring them because like you guys are, you know, we're do the Star Wars podcast together, and like going to Star Wars Celebration, Vanessa, you can attest to this. It is yeah. something that is like. It is unlike any other convention you have been to, partially due in part to, and we'll get into this in a moment, partially due in part to um, everyone's there for the same thing, Star Wars. It might be a different subset of the Star Wars fandom. You might be a figure collector or an artist, or you might be a cosplayer or someone who loves the video games or whatever it is, or an autograph person, but you're all there. And like any line you stand in that you're waiting to queue up for something you make friends at and you just talk and like that's how we met Vanessa we were waiting for the Clone Wars panel I think it was and we're just sitting in the the auditorium and we're just chatting away right and it's it's very interesting con experience compared to like Fan Expo or I'm assuming like um like PAX East or any like that yeah I mean we'll, we'll get into I said it better <laughs> I, yeah I don't I don't think to me I don't see it as a con per se when i go to yeah you just saw it as a blur like a blur because you're so it, sick right no <laughs> it no this thing is more like just fan festival more than a convention for me because oh, yeah. you get there and you're just comfortable because you know what everybody's there for the problem with other ones like san diego fan expo or something like that there's so much going on that it's not mm. it's not centralizing to the, the one thing yes there are a lot of things in star wars but at the end of the day you know you're going there for your for whatever in Star Wars you're looking for, your droids, your lightsabers, your aliens, or whatever it might Everything. be, but you know why you're there. And anybody who's there can get a, okay, yeah, you're here because this, and then you have a story about that, and then you talk about yeah. that. But, like, if you go to San Diego and you're there for Blizzard, and another dude is there for Warcraft, and another person is there for this, it's like, you're not going to be able to talk to, you can talk to these people in line, and you can, mm-hmm. they can start going crazy about what they're on, but you're just like, yeah, but they, yeah, cool they might be there for anime instead of anime. It's good when you have so. that common interest. Yeah. Exactly, and, and that's what makes this one, like, that you can do stuff like that where you sit down with anybody and just talk to them. Mm. If, especially if you're inclined to do so. Like, I'm not, I'm, I do that sometimes, but I'm not very inclined to do it myself. Mm-hmm. But there, it was just like, you can hear a conversation, just like, oh, yeah, that thing, and you, like the Kylo Ren dude. And then Bless from you. there, it's just like I went <laughs> overboard with him because we were standing in that old Republic. I'm, I'm getting into stories. So I'll get back into that. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's right. That's yeah. right. But uh, no, he, Ed brings up a great point because I think a big thing as well is that there's two different feels for conventions, I think. And one is very much more like kind of like what you guys were saying. It's, it's more casual. Like you can you know, everybody's there for the same thing that you're there for. And you can really get along with them. And, you know, that everyone there shares an at least one interest that you probably have. Exactly. Mm-hmm. And so if you're super extroverted like Dan or fairly extroverted like me and Ed, you can just start talking with people and meeting people. And the flip side of that is why I forgot about Fan Expo, which is <laughs> Fan, Fan Expo for me, it just it mm-hmm. feels like I'm about to dunk on Fan Expo a bit, but it just it feels very corporate. It oh, it feels is. Yeah, like, yeah it, it's like you're there for merchandise and yes. you're there for autographs, and that's it's, it's it. gotten to that level, and it's yeah. sad because it it wasn't, it wasn't. Mm. But I'll, I'll get into that more because I yeah. saw. I, oh yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so it's it's that big difference I think yeah. mm-hmm. is is what makes a lot of, really kind of uh, completes your con experience, right? For because sure. 
feeling like you're going for four days for what's basically just a giant hangout bunch of people you don't know is a lot more fun than going to a place where it's like i have 200 dollars. let's see how fast i can blow exactly. through it five seconds um <laughs> yeah. vegas quick. versus you know disneyland yeah 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 uh quickly going through some cosmos that i've done i've done uh zoro from one piece twice i've done the pre-time skip post-time skip zoro <laughs> i have done trafalgar law from one piece as well mm. and uh a semi-formal version of boba fett that i did at anime north and i love that it was a lot of fun I have, I'm gonna I have chime like... in. Sorry, I'm gonna chime in. That is my favorite one I've ever seen you do. Yeah, I <laughs> love it. You should definitely walk into a class that way one day and just. Oh, I did this year for May the Fourth for our online <laughs> oh, classes. Nice. Yeah, for teaching, I just put the hat on and I had Grogu beside me. It was great. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, that was a lot of fun. And All right, I see Dan's just gonna casually leave out that he cosplayed Boa Hancock. Oh yeah, I, I did like a gender swap <laughs> Boa Hancock from uh, One Piece. Uh, why is this image not up? Why have I not seen it? <laughs> this image is hidden. Yeah, no, that was good. Uh, we d- we were gonna do like a gender swap, um, uh, seven warlords Robin? from One Piece, and oh, we had yeah. like four of the f- seven people, and then some people like one person came in from the United States, and their cosplay was lost in the air. Oh yeah, and no. so they they had to like they that, weren't yeah. able to cosplay the whole weekend, and they were so distraught, and we never yeah. got to do it again. Sadly, yeah. yet because because they were doing Jembe too, weren't yeah, they? they were doing Jembe, so yeah. like the blue oh, body wow. paint and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, anyway, uh, but yeah, those are some cosplays in Star Wars Celebration terms. I would love to do a full Boba Fett cosplay. Holy shit, that would be crazy! I would love to do that. It's so expensive, but it would be great. <laughs> I already have the helmet. The helmet is like screen accurate, I think, to ESJ or ESB. Um, but yeah, that's basically it. Let's move on to our first con experience with Vanessa. Can you tell us about your first convention experience. Ooh, um, if you remember, <laughs> I just remember being overwhelmed. Um, yeah, just by the pure nerd forge that it is. <laughs> right. I, I remember going onto the 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 um the vendor like floor and just like it just being so crowded about like and just seeing things that i recognize like some of the the, some of the like toys or some some star wars stuff some marvel stuff some 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 anime but and there's just so many different um uh, groups and different um topics and different um areas that i just never knew about like um like uh, hentai i never knew what hentai oh, yeah. was. Yeah. <laughs> and i think the line was around Conventions the corner will show you the world that is for yeah, sure just, remember it is art, it is and art. My, my friend at the time was just like uh we're gonna go this welcome way. yeah welcome to conventions <laughs> oh, welcome I've... to conventions and the body yeah. pillows i'm like they have one <laughs> yeah that's right body oh, pillows man. and mouse pads and all yeah. oh, definitely oh, yeah. overwhelming well, experience I just remember yeah being overwhelmed and um but it was still a really it was like it just kind of like a really fun experience just like getting your first pamphlet and then just seeing all the different topics about yeah. oh, oh yeah. yeah i want to go to this i want to do this like i want to mm. go to the cosplay panel i want to go to this panel um i remember another like i think it was my second or third i can't remember i went with uh, some of uh, some of my friends who were big on anime and they were convinced that mm. they were going to convert me and like <laughs> make the biggest anime head ever and mm. um we go to a panel where they're just simply watching attack on titan and that's not watch the one them. that's not the one to get- oh <laughs> my god and then they're like okay we're going to watch on titan yeah. and we're gonna convert you and then we sit down and there were, it's the opening sequence for attack on titan mm-hmm. i have grown men next to me weeping and i'm just like 
What the heck is What's happening? happening? Yeah. Yeah. I know, and they're just like, yeah. I, oh, do you want love it? People, and it's like, this is weird. What? This is what? really is weird. This, like, is this a be... weird head thing? <laughs> <laughs> Am I gonna? Is screaming getting tentacles? Now? Oh, <laughs> um, I but no, I eventually did get into it with Spirit Away. Yeah, actual good intros. ones that actually create the fantasy yeah. and the beauty of what anime is truly about, yeah. not just some flesh, uh, some uh, head eating yeah. big giants that. <laughs> yes. it's, it's the yeah. It's, it's really it's cool. Like... It, I, I, it eventually grew on me. But mm. it was just the wrong setting. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, you know, wrong, wrong setting and wrong anime to start you off with. It's, it's, about, it's, it's like the equivalent of being like, oh, you're not into fantasy? Let's watch Game of Thrones. Yeah. <laughs> just being like, what the f- what is this? Exactly, yeah. exactly. I mean, and I and I love Game of Thrones. And I'm, I'm, I'm into it. I have a lot of respect mm-hmm. for anime. But there's just some, like, some things like that, that just the, the voice dubs. And that, that yeah. um, oh, okay. yeah. it, it just, it, you have to find a really good, I still don't like voice dubs. I, I you just the have subs to find are, that's the way that I think all three of us watch subs it. versus dubs mm. then yeah yeah. Exactly. I That's mean, the whole debate, yes. and I, I, I think I'm pro subs. But yeah. then I was watching yeah. Dragon Ball Z. Yes, um, That's the only yeah. one. Yeah. That's the only one you're allowed to enjoy dub for because it is. It but is the thing is yeah. that I was watching it in French. Whoa! And, so, and I was having a very hard time because I, I was I'm intermediate in French. But then mm. my best friend, uh, he's he was like, "We're watching Dragon Ball Z." Yeah, and it in French and English. Um, but I'm just like. I'm like, who's the lizard head with the, that looks like testicles, and what's happening? And I'm trying to convert it, and I'm just like, Piccolo. yeah. Oh, I thought it was Elder <laughs> 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 away. I, I like that. It's more of the, like when you're grounded in react. Like I feel like if someone who's not watched anime ever, and they're like, you need to watch anime. Like, your friends are like, you need to watch anime. Something that's mm. grounded in reality that can bridge that gap between like the re- the IRL movies versus or TV shows versus like another medium like anime. Where it's, mm. you know, you have that predisposition to like, oh, it's a cartoon. It's made for kids. Mm. And if you can hit a, a vein of like, here's a story that you probably have seen something similar to it before in mm. a medium that is that is anime that you can, you know, start to have those emotions feeling, you know, excitement, um, terif- like being terrified, being, you know, just overwhelmed with with sad emotion that kind of stuff mm-hmm. when you can feel that in those shows like spirit away and all the ghibli films and like oh yeah there's a whole bunch like, that i would recommend but yeah that's where that's how you bring somebody in yeah if, if you want to show someone that anime is not for kids you know it's not a cartoon you start off with like yeah like Paris is mononoke that's right yeah death note stuff like that where yeah. you can you can get yeah parasite we can get those uh themes where it, crazy yeah yeah, where you're showing like, look, we they can they can handle any material, not just straight into ultra gore. Yeah, I think the best <laughs> like, way to describe anime is like it's a medium, not a genre. A genre, mm. all the genres fit underneath the medium of oh, yeah. of anime, just like they do with movies, right? Movies mm. a medium, TV shows are a medium, and comics are a medium. That kind of stuff. Yeah. yeah. Is there anything else you want to share about your first con experience? Oh gosh, um, there's a. I mean, there's so many, <laughs> but there, um, there's the one where I'm like. Where uh, what was it? Uh, what's the one with the horns? Um, I'm losing it. What, what are they? What are those? They, that comic book series that had the horns? They were a, they, oh. They, oh 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 uh, um, saga? No, saga? No 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 no. no. So they, they had the orange horns. Homestuck. Um, 
Homestuck. Oh, okay. I remember I went to the con and, and it, like I think it was twenty. Yeah, give me a minute. August good. Twenty fourteen? <laughs> no, twenty fifteen, twenty fourteen, around that time. No, I don't even know. Maybe twenty sixteen. Um, and it was just Homestuck was the thing, and so there was just these armies, oh, okay. legions of people <laughs> yes, who had really bad people that, yeah. horns. And I'm just like sitting here. I'm just like, what's happening? Yeah, it's just yeah. A, another example of how um, how cons can become quickly overwhelmed. Like, oh, yes. oh just different mm-hmm. genres. Like, you go there for your one thing, but then there's just so many different factions. You have and no that's idea what's going on. Like, like, that's why I love Star Wars Celebration. Is yeah. just because everyone's there for the same thing. Mm, exactly. There's different fact. There's different groups. There's different things, but there's still we're all Lucas hounds. We all mm. love. You may not like this part. You may not like this part, but the core of what you Star found. Wars is family. Love it. And that's why I took a break after I think 2016, mm-hmm. just because it was just it, like there was just so much different genres out there that I just wasn't used to. But I'm definitely mm. after after um, a year of COVID and not going for a while. I'm, I'm definitely going you to Star Wars Supercon. Uh, I'm not sorry, mm. sorry, Florida Supercon. Nice. And uh, I'm definitely looking forward to it. I, I just needed a break, I think, because oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's just overwhelming. Just like seeing the giant uh, cosplays made of, of, of uh, um, air balloons or water uh, like, or, uh, like <laughs> balloons. And uh, what mm. was it? There's just, I mean, but the, the art and like just the passion of everybody. It's, it's, it's great. And then um, hopefully people, oops, hopefully people have learned to wear deodorant. Yes. Yes. Mm. Please wear deodorant. But, for God's See, sake. I understand you guys are camp- there's a lot of camping out and waiting. Yeah, man. Shower when you can, bit. please. Just a little, thing. Just a little bit. I get yeah. it. I mean, Fan I, actual horror stories, I'm telling you. I can imagine. I don't think Chicago wasn't too bad, though, because no, I don't think people were camping no. out. I think we weren't allowed to camp out. So. Yeah. And there are a lot of hotels around. There are a lot of places around. Like, you had your opportunities to freshen up. Mm-hmm. There exactly. Was Anaheim was going to be interesting, though, because, like, my hotel is, like, half a mile away. So. Nice. Mm-hmm. We just, yeah, we, I think when I was in Anaheim, we also were a little farther away. So we just Ubered in, and it was fine. Yeah. Yeah, uh, I think you, we'll do that. You, uh, Vanessa, you just reminded me of a, it's not, I guess it's not a con horror story, but I can talk about it. But, yeah, God, I remember learning from someone at Anime North one of the year one of the first years i was there because we were talking and i was like oh i'm gonna head back to my hotel room and he was like oh okay i'll just i'll just wander around and i was like what do you mean you don't have a hotel room and he was like nah man that's a scam all i do is i go to the all-night anime uh rooms and i just sleep there and i was like what that's a thing yeah uh, yeah this blew my mind i was like but how how do you shower? And he's like, I don't need to shower. And I was like, ah! <laughs> I'm a head out. Yeah. If you yeah. can, if you, no, if you can yeah. the definition of that, that's a problem. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, and that's one thing where it's just like, because I've been going to conventions for so long, I've been able to see a bunch of rules start to be implemented because of these things. Oh, yeah. So... I mean, one of them, one of them was, and I might talk about this later. I'm not sure if I want to relive this, but uh, I was, uh, I started going to conventions when glomping was still a thing yeah. and still allowed. And I, I remember when glomping was outlawed. That's not fun. <laughs> if you don't know what glomping is, glomping is is uh, running jump tackling someone in a hug. Usually basically. somebody you don't know? Yes, yeah. usually someone you don't know. Yeah. And the so fact just that it was ever a thing to begin with. Right. I know, right? Insane. 
Yeah, and so uh, you can probably guess why it was outlawed. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I remember that one coming down really hard. And then yeah, the the personal stench. Uh, and then thing that is still being fought. Your cosplay doesn't mean it's permission. Yes, yeah. exactly. Yeah, yeah. yeah. cosplay is not consent. But that's it was yeah, a huge that's one. Yeah, yeah. And that's, that's, that's been. At, I've been to. Oh, I I talked with them. That's the other one I went to. There you um, go. In, in Montreal. Um, and like at all the conventions I've been going to, you know, as of you know, semi recently, not COVID, but during before that, um, you you see all the time signs for like cosplay isn't consent, and then there's like just kind of spelling it out for people all yeah, over yeah. the convention, which is amazing. Like. It's the, really good. It just makes fact, me really depressed. Yeah, it's like, the fact how, you have to have how that do you there. not understand this? Yeah, it's it's pretty bad. R remember, yeah. like these are not a, not I, a dig at anybody, but like you have a lot of people who say this might be a lot of what they do. So the social interaction scale for them is not at the most yeah. evolved. Oh, I see. Yeah, yeah, I mean, unfortunately, yeah. a lot of the a lot of society views us as the misfits. Right. We're, not, we're not big on the sports. We're not big on big on the, yeah. the big mm. the big stuff. We're kind of I mean I mean thankfully fan culture has become much more popular in the mm. more recent years. But um, for a while, Dungeons and Dragons and yeah. I mean some forms of yeah, still, right. Oh, right. Like you see Critical Role on YouTube now. You would if you go back oh, yeah. like twenty years, everybody would be like, "Are they watching that? <laughs> What's wrong with you? Why aren't you watching?" You're a nerd. Why you play yeah. Dungeons and Dragons? Exactly yeah. right. So that that whole paradigm shift has been. I've been I've been looking at it. I've been appreciating it, but I've, I've always had this: When's it gonna pop? Mm. When is it gonna be back where something is just too nerdy and then it's oh, all yeah, gonna much. fall apart? Mm. I mean, we're, we're still there in certain things. That's what it's body pillows. <laughs> and for women, especially with the cosplay consent and yes. just yeah. like the whole oogling and ogling. Um, yeah. it, I and mean, that's it. Like, you should be able to feel comfortable in whatever the hell you want yeah, exactly. cosplay. That's on you. It's yeah. a buddy who comes down wearing his nothing. He's gonna look at you like, oh my God. It's like, dude, you've seen the character 10,000 times. Yeah, it's yeah. a cosplay. What is there to see, man? Like, mm. that. It's irritating to a certain point. See, it's, it's also like, funny. Oh, sorry, keep on. Yeah, it's because you. It's this difference between appreciating somebody's work and then being a straight up pervert. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and there's so that line. It's easily crossed, but you can walk right up to it, and no matter mm -hmm. how uncomfortable that person is, you you can see the people around them being like, "What? The, why?" And then they run away, just being like, "All right, thanks for my picture," and like my half grope. And it's like, yeah, and it's just like, dude, come on. It's it's funny though, because you like uh, you and Vanessa have, uh, I think, very logical and uh, well thought out arguments for you know the sides of it. I just assume people are fucking idiots. <laughs> <laughs> there is that. There, well, there is that. There's always yeah. that. There's and always that. <laughs> there, there's an image that's just burned into my head from that, which was uh, there was one year, and this isn't a dig at, at the U.S. It's just where I saw this, but uh, I was in Boston. And I can't even remember why, but we were around like some shopping center. And I was, I was just looking at some of the toy aisles because I was a bit younger back then. Mm -hmm. And I remember seeing a, it was um, like a, one of those little, uh, God, I can't remember the name of it, but it's like the, the little things that you push your doll around in like baby. Like a buggy? Stroller. Stroller. There we go. Like a little, a little stroller for like a, a baby doll. Okay. And I looked on the side. I just remember, like, I could see the side of it, and the it said, it said, like, warning: product does not come with doll or child. Wait, and I was like, I was staring at it, like, or child? What? And then I realized it has to have that warning there because enough people complained that it didn't come with a child. Yep. That they had to 
put that one, and I was just blew my mind. Or I was just like, How? no, no, no. Sorry, I still don't understand. <laughs> what what the hell? Did, yeah. Oh, sorry. Wild. Because because on the front of the uh, stroller thing, there was a picture of uh, like a little girl pushing like the doll in a stroller. But it was just a little baby stroller, like or baby doll stroller, yeah, toy. Like, not just the girl the pushing the. Yeah, so Are that's why serious? it said on the side does not come with. All right, taller child. Let's move into Noah's like, oh, first con experience. Oh yeah, just going straight into this. Just quick, yeah. I I can like yeah, I can kind of remember it. I'll I'll just go through it quickly. It was you know it was like I said twelve to fourteen years ago. Um, well, it would have been 14 years ago, actually. But yeah, it just, it's the same kind of thing as Vanessa. It was really overwhelming. There was so much stuff. It was, the first con I ever went to was Anime North. And yeah, just going there and seeing everything and being like, oh my God, there are people who are more into anime and nerdier than me. Like, this is crazy. Ed, what is your first con experience like? Yeah, um, mine was also, it was Anime North because I didn't go to Fan Expo. I went to Fan Expo the same year, but the way the year is um, broken up, you have Anime North in May and then Fan Expo in August, August, September. Um, and everything there was, you guys hit it right on the point where it's like the overwhelming factor was huge. Because I remember at the time, I still had one of those um, Motorola flip phones that they're trying to bring back now. And as I'm walking around, like it's constantly in my hand. And I'm... I'm walking through, looking at everything, taking pictures of everything. I remember going down the, the artist alley, uh, where all where everybody does they, they have their stuff up, but they're still working on stuff. And I remember just taking pictures of those. I asked those people, can I take pictures of you? And they're just like, You want to take pictures of us for? And it's just like, well, I want to appreciate your work. And they were just like, Oh. Okay. And it was like a strange thing for them, but I wanted to see everything. And I was taking pictures of everything, going across everything. It was amazing. And sure enough. By the time we were like almost halfway through that first day, I didn't, I must have run out of space three times and had to go over these pictures and had to be like, what do I delete from here? I don't want to delete anything. And at, that was the point I was just like, I need a new phone. <laughs> um, <laughs> or just to walk around with one of those like, disposable Polaroid ones because I would have loved to hang up half of those because there were some amazing cosplays that day. For sure. Um, but we, I guess we all have one. Um, but luckily for me, I didn't see anybody go in. I wasn't dragged in myself. I was actually talked out of going in because I was curious because oh. I didn't know what the thing was. Yeah. Because, and there was, it wasn't like a blatant, like, haha, you have reached the red light section of yeah. the convention. Abandon all hope, you who No, entered. it was just like, okay, it was the simple on the board, like those like little poster boards they put up, and it was just like, yaoi something or whatever. And I'm just like, oh, what does that mean? And my dickhead friend who was there, sorry, but he, he, he didn't say anything. He was like, oh, <laughs> uh, you can go in there if you want to. Or you, you, and I was just like, well, what is it? Uh, so I'm like going towards the door and this very, at the time, very brave of them. Um, they were fully comfortable with who they were and they were walking in. And as I saw that, it was kind of just like, why? And just, I'm so excited to see, so, oh, yeah, we're going to be, uh, oh, oh, uh, oh you guys enjoy and i kind of turned off and just went right past my friend who was howling at that point i was like i almost got you and i was just like i don't know why you would do that to somebody <laughs> but that 
that experience just from being oh, i also learned how to use chopsticks for the first time that, oh, nice. that time as well because we were all hungry and i was starving by that point because i didn't realize because my face was on my phone taking pictures of everything mm. and so it's like yeah there's a sushi place that was like it's gone now but the whole place looked like a boat um so we go there and everybody orders everything they're just like all right time to eat and i get there, i'm just like nobody i don't i don't and I'm too proud to ask for a fork. Yeah. You have <laughs> so, given me sticks. What am yeah. I supposed to do with this? <laughs> so my Sharingan activated that day because I was watching my buddy like a hawk being like, okay, how are you doing this? And I'm mm. like, I'm practicing holding it under the table before anything gets there. Mm. It's like, all right, they're here. And I was full by the end of it because I damn well knew I learned in the fire how to use chopsticks that day. So mm. I was happy. But it was a good, it was a good first experience. And it made me want to go to actual Fan Expo and from there everything else so dan what was your first experience like huh um it was anime north in high school and i remember walking up to the convention and just seeing all these cosplayers walking around and being like like it's just like you said like this overwhelming shock of just like what am i looking at Right, because I was into anime. Like at the time, I was watching Bleach and like Naruto and stuff like that. The, the Shonen, the Shonen yeah. High Three, right? The yeah, three. essentially. And I was just like, "What am I looking at? This is like, because the convention takes place in May, third weekend of May." And I was like, "This is like Halloween in the spring." Like that's the <laughs> only way I can describe it to somebody. Like you're gonna see costumes of all shapes and sizes, everything of, yeah. from every type of show you can ever imagine. And it was just overwhelming. Um, like looking through the dealer's room and the artist's alley, like you're going through the artist's alley and people like creating art for the things that you love. Man, I spent too much money um, <laughs> uh, my first year because you're there and you're like, oh my God, that, I watched that show. I love that character. Yeah. And I have like a stack of like prints that I bought. Posters I, and prints for days. Yeah, and so like over the years <laughs> I've gotten rid of them, but it's like, you really want to support the artist and you really want to have these prints yeah. because they're so cool. Um, so that was that was my first con experience. Nothing nothing okay. too crazy, but just fun enough. Yeah, you're the only person who didn't get traumatized. Essentially, yes. <laughs> uh, but also um, after that, yeah, we um, I've started volunteering at Anime North, but we can get into mm. that a little bit later. Nothing mm -hmm. crazy. Um, but yeah, let's get into um, Star Wars Celebration in general and uh, uh, kind of our experiences with that, Vanessa. Yeah, so Chicago was my first uh, Star Wars celebration. Um, I've always wanted to go. I didn't go to Orlando. Um, I don't even remember why. I think it just just was. Uh, I think it was at the same time as Easter, so I couldn't go. Um, and uh, so Star Wars Celebration uh, Chicago was my first one, and it was the best like con I've ever been to. Um, I'm obsessed. Immediately knew that as soon as um, they announced the 2020 that I was going to go. Little did I know, but um, mm. it was, I went with a, a coworker of mine, but we kind of went our separate ways and just like did whatever we need to. And I met so many different friends. I met you guys. I met um, Daniel. I met, um, like, I met some people on the plane because they, we all wore the same shirt. Just to kinda, <laughs> we all knew that we were going to Star Wars Celebration. And it's, it was amazing. I mean, um, the only thing that like kind of bugged me was the lottery system. Um, I, I would have been willing mm. to camp out to just oh, do the for the for the store uh for the store but then also just for the panels just yeah going you had to get to the panel right, right, we had to use the app for that the wristbands yeah. too yeah, right. and the wristbands and i'm um, just being able to or and or the, the qr code mm -hmm. and um it just got to the point where we were going on discord or facebook and just kind of bartering saying oh i got to, i got a pass <laughs> oh, wow. for this um mm. for oh, okay. this 
And um, I managed to get pretty much everything except uh, Force Awakens. No way. Yeah. Was it or the, was it last year? I don't know. The the the, the late the last Star the latest Star Wars movie. Skywalker. Skywalker. There right? you go. Skywalker. So memorable, right? <laughs> <laughs> um, and I was annoyed too because I don't think. Uh, J.J. Uh, Abrams or the cast knew that it was not a camp out system anymore so they brought them mm. all McDonald's and I'm just like ew <laughs> I would have been there yeah. <laughs> um, but it turned I mean I, I, it still was a great experience I still got to see it on the big screen and then the whole Palpatine reveal I mean I remember being tears awesome. at the trailer mm. I mean it's awesome. just I mean it's such a great experience and then being there with the everybody. Wars reveal and then the Mandalorian reveal. The Mandalorian reveal mm. and Clone Wars were probably the top things you needed to see anyway. Sure, yeah. Um, and it was just such a cool experience. And then, then just the artist alley of like every, like, like that's like you guys were mentioning earlier. The artist alley is probably one of the most fun parts that you spend mm. so much money on. I was actually good. I only bought like three things. Because <laughs> so, I that's only bought really one. Good. I only brought a backpack, but I did bring mm. like this like light up um, Star Wars um it logo that lights up that's cool and i had to nice. carry it with me on my lap on the plane oh no <laughs> um, it was a carry on. Carry on. yeah, yeah um, i managed it but then the, when, it, when it went through the oh. uh the x-ray at the airport there was like all these wires and they were just like what's up oh, um, but it's still it was like it was it's the greatest it's the greatest thing if you were a star wars fan you have to go to star wars celebration mm, just because yeah, like, it's where you're gonna meet your friends it's where your people are um people don't a lot of people don't get star wars i have people like friends that are so proud that they say i i've never watched star wars i will never watch star wars and i'm just like mm. taking everything inside of me not to screw you up i'm like oh, that's so when i just sit them down <laughs> are you kidding me so I sit them down, i'm like right okay now. let's watch it together because yeah. i know you're gonna love it oh, and yeah. let's let's I'm the right person to watch it with sometimes because I'm like I know every single detail I know every single oh, yeah. and I'm just like oh here's this and this is gonna happen yeah. now and this is gonna, he's gonna be hit his head on, like, the, on the side of the door he's gonna hit his head on the door trooper's gonna hit you yeah. <laughs> and I'm just have you staring been... at my boyfriend when we're watching he's like watching these and I'm just like what do you think huh what do you think <laughs> was it great I loved it was, was this part cool he's just like yeah, yeah it's all right okay. <laughs> <laughs> have you ever been told this because he's afraid of saying anything else. Um, mm. So that's what's, I, I mean, and that's why I'm on the fence with the next convention. Mm -hmm. um, if I'm going to bring him or not, because there's part of me that, like, I don't think he'll be able to keep up. Like, he's going <laughs> to listen back on this and be like, you bitch. I'm trying to. I'm trying. There you go, right? He still says Dark Vader to piss me off. Oh, so. oh yeah. Oh, no. Well, like, you're not wrong. It's to piss you off, though, so he knows this is dark. That's true. Yeah. I, that's, that's, that's I progress. like to think he knows. He still says it occasionally. And then, um, but it's kind of become an inside joke. Um, okay. But we call Bad Batch Bad Bitch. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Omega's so, there, and yeah. yeah. Well, Welcome there. to the Voice so of the Horse like, podcast for the Bad like, Bitch one of his season friends, one. And he was saying that, like, oh, yeah, we, my girlfriend and I watched Bad Bitch this morning. And they're like, what? <laughs> bad Bitch. And you mean, they're like, what? What show is that? I mean, that Star Wars show. You mean, you mean Bad Batch? Yeah. Oh, I guess. yeah. That's so the one. Just bad Bitch now. That's so funny. <laughs> I guess. So, um, nice. this yeah, ramble session over, I mean, Star Wars celebration is a celebration of Star Wars fans and lovers, and like if you are a Star Wars fan, you have to go. It's definitely aptly named. It's very aptly named. I think if even if it was back in Europe, I'd go too. Yeah. Oh yeah. If if there's a will and a way, I'm going. Nice. What about you guys? Noma. Yeah, it was kind of. I had some reservations when we first went because Chicago was also my first one, and 
it was it was just based off of fan expo basically where it was like okay well i've been to corporate conventions before let's get ready and see what it is and then i got there and it, it yeah even on day one it blew my expectations out of the water where it was just you know just seeing how much love there was and just how much passion there was in you know just that one building mm -hmm. just being like oh my god like these are my people they understand right and then plus yeah there was a whole bunch of stuff that i i loved being able to see i went nuts when they had the fantasy flight games panel and i get to go there and see all this new stuff on you know all these games that i've played and don't know anything about and uh uh, I was part of the Mad Dash. Was it the first day? I think when the stores opened, we yep. we were fairly close in line, and there was one figure that I wanted to get because it was very limited edition. And by the time I got there, it was already sold out, and I was very salty yeah. for a couple of hours. So it was just like, that's the one I thing. I didn't think that many people were here. Yeah, but yeah, you get to see all that kind of stuff, and you know, like you guys were saying, it's just you know, there's it's it's so much Star Wars, and even with it's it's a different kind of feeling too, because even with anime conventions. You know, there's certain genres. I don't know shoujo stuff. You know, I'm not interested in any of that kind of stuff. Mm -hmm. So I can't really relate to it. But at Star Wars, I, I know everything about Star Wars. I love everything about Star Wars. It doesn't matter. Well, I love almost everything about Star Wars, I guess. Almost, but yeah. yeah, so, you know, regardless of what it is, I'll understand it and know it. Unless it's like a nod to Ewok adventures, I guess, because yeah. I haven't seen those movies before. But outside oh. of, you know, something... The holiday special. Yeah. yeah, exactly, right? Well, I... I well, even then, like, it's, yeah. a, it's, a right, it's a rite of passage. Yeah. It, it really say, is. I, it really I have is. watched the holiday special, and I regret it, but you're right. It's it's a badge of honor <laughs> to just feel like I sat through it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, no, it was just... It was so good, and I was so excited to go in 2020, and then, you know, the world happened. Next so, time. Yeah, 2022. I'm I'm super down. Ed, what yeah. do you think, man? How was your Star Wars celebration experience? Again, the first <laughs> one for me. So I'm gonna continue that trend until we get to you. <laughs> um but oh man. The all the sick stuff aside, mm. I love traveling in general. So when we're on the planes, I'm already excited just to be on the planes. Like, oh yeah, flight. Awesome. Um <laughs> We get to Chicago. I've never been to Chicago, so going around the city itself is fun. Just the weird jaunt of a walk we had, just just oh, trying to man. decompress after. Oh the yeah. First day. Did you have deep dish? No, we no, didn't have deep dish, but no. we had some really good, like really good barbecue. Oh, oh my yeah, god! I've been there too. Oh, yeah. Carson's, Carson's or Carson's or something. Yeah. Oh my god! Really so good. good. Yeah, it's really good. And then it snowed, but you guys are you guys are used to that. Yeah, it was normal yeah. blizzard. That's that's like a Sunday Sunday in the August in mm -hmm. August. Yeah. That's, Did you guys go see the um, baseball stadium at all? We or? didn't actually get to travel no, around too no, much of the. Ever suck, suck. Yeah. <laughs> wait, wait! Oh my God, Chicago Cubs, not Boston. Oh my God. We, yeah, wait a minute. Get out of here. Uh, we only went around like the convention Boston area and the hotel where we were, um, just because like by the time we were done for the day, like it was pretty late. Mm -hmm. but yeah we didn't get to travel around chicago too much because we also had to go back yeah. and i had to work yeah. on monday we did get caught in the rain which was kind of fun though oh yeah um because we went to pick up snacks um but for the con itself mm -hmm. i think my like biggest wow moments you definitely yeah there she is you got it right <laughs> with the um that rise of skywalker moment where you know they confirmed the mcdermott now i've lost Laugh. my mind at that and then um, Dan was going to go get a signed uh, autograph. <laughs> and I kind of buddied along with him because it's like, wait, it's who? And because yeah. well, I'm sitting there and it's um, Ian McDiarmid there. And then next to him was supposed to be Hayden Christensen. So I was losing my freaking mind. And then it turned out he wasn't going to be there. And I was like, 
I was just, I was honestly, if I got thrown out, I didn't care. I was going to hop over and be like, I just want to let me touch you. I know, but that's where the crazy takes over. Right? <laughs> I was going to be that crazy person on the con. Like, Hayden. Yeah, but he, he I saw jumper. Him. I liked it. <laughs> <laughs> right. But even then, but, you were able to restrain yourself. <laughs> yeah, no, because when we got to when we got to the front and Serene's there, I keep calling him Serene. Oh my god, Ian McKellen, Ian McDermott. Mm. But I'm talking to Dan, and I'm there, just kind of shell shocked. Yeah. You oh know? man, like, I can I'm, see it I'm in on, your face. I'm on the verge of like you Fears. know convulsing, and I want to cry. And then he's he's kind of just like mm, something, and he's just like, oh no, he's a really big fan. And I was like, you know, I just your work has been amazing i love it and he was just like oh and he shook my hand and i was like i had that moment I was like, i'm never gonna wash this hand again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. but no that that moment for me was like the crowning jewel of everything we did come away with a lot of stuff like mm-hmm. again the artist alley where there was that huge section of just art there was being official art up yeah right there. yeah like all that was cool going around seeing the different helmets seeing people walk around with what things they created um but my uh, personal thing for me i dragged all of us to the 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 old republic because i've seen it playing the game for years and it was like here's your cantina rewards and i remember when dan went for the first time he got an extra code that he passed on to me i actually I still have like... the 2019 one yeah uh, this is 2017 they gave us oh, a wow. Star yeah. oh, oh okay. they, they gave away those and i was really salty because i didn't get one and i've been looking for like the keyboard and mouse combination for them for mm. years and they're not coming back but i'll still look um but that is something as soon as i saw it was on the list i had to go to and that's where we met another cosplayer he cosplayed kylo ren to perfection oh man he was good he was um, an actor too yeah so just going to that and then because like vanessa was saying like you know these are your this is your people you know this, this is your family and when we went into that panel it was like I can name all of you, and I met <laughs> all the Star Wars uh, uh, like, yeah. cosplayers. Yeah, yeah. I met the game director. He was he had he was whole, so chill. He had the iconic like Jedi Ben Zalo armor on from like the way beginning when they first started putting that on the cartel market. And I was looking at it and like I'm shaking right now, even thinking about it. Actually, um, yeah. no, but being a part of that and them talking about all the updates and everything coming through, I'm just like this is the best thing in the world we had to leave and i was ready to stay and be like okay you, you two go to the thing i i need to stay here still but yeah no it was a lot of fun was, it was fun it you was even fun. had the uh the mind master dudes like the dread masters they were all like yeah, yeah was that's, like, that was I've a picture of one of our episodes because <laughs> yeah, like, we had to we had to do that yeah it's melted my mind enough so yeah yeah and then that, that was the moment where like i realized like this is ed's place right because yeah. we're, we're talking and i i wasn't super far in Swotor at that point but he's like oh my god the dreadmasters i'm like mm-hmm. oh the and he points to them and i'm like oh I, I haven't seen those guys and he dropped like the entire lore packet on me <laughs> the dreadmasters. i was like oh damn ed knows like them. this is his so world awesome. yeah, yeah. <laughs> As I said, yeah. like everybody finds their own p- parts of Star Wars that they love, right? And that's it. You will enjoy it. if you do go and you're a fan of Star Wars, you will enjoy the entirety of it. But you be confident that that one thing you like, it'll be represented somehow. Oh yeah. It might be through other cosplayers. It might be through a panel. It might be through something you see at the vendor market. It might be something, but you will get it. You just have to keep looking. That map is your best friend for that weekend because you'll get times for everything but locations if you know you got to hang around in one specific spot 
one specific hotel, whatever it may be, mm-hmm. be there and you'll find your people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, uh, one thing, one piece of advice I always have, and I always forget every year before I do a con, is if you are going to a convention and you're going to be there the entire time, uh, do a lot of walking for the weeks leading Train. up to it. Yeah. 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 Get, just get used to it because otherwise you're going to be exhausted. You have to do your vaccines as well. I mean, now, yeah, especially, especially now, now but like yeah. even yeah. before, like get your flu vaccine and stuff like that. Like, that will help. It will definitely help with not feeling sick, Ed, uh, on the convention. Nah, <laughs> Tell me about it. Uh, but yeah, let's get into what I, I guess, my experience at Star Celebration. My first one was in Anaheim 2017. And then I went to 2019 in, no, 2015. I you to one before 2015. That. And then was uh, Anaheim. 2017 was Florida, I believe. Yeah. And then 2019 was um, Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I loved all three conventions. I mean, I made friends, a lot of them. And I've, I've always attended with somebody else, like I said before, mm-hmm. and it's just a different experience. It's so much fun. There's so much to do. The Swator Cantinas are fantastic. Like, yes, you get the rewards for in-game stuff, but man, just making those connections, like meeting the game director, like I wasn't mm-hmm. expecting that to happen because I've never had that happen to me over at uh, the other conventions, but like getting to meet him and just shoot the shit with him and have a beer and have like a yeah, rum and coke or something like that was pretty cool. Um, and then, uh, like Noma, you got to talk with some of the fantasy flight guys Um, and mm -hmm. you had a lot of fun with that and like made connections there. Um, we got to meet, um, Justin Bolger from ILM, who is now working for fantasy flight or the parent company for fantasy flight now, but he hooked us up with, um, some like Vader immortal, like VR passes, right? right. So we could, we could do that. that. Yeah, that was awesome. And like get to meet him again. Cause like the reason I got into star Wars podcast was because of him and his work on the force cast way back and like seeing his journey through, you know, becoming a podcaster and then doing like professional podcasting and then getting into like Lucasfilm and then ILM and now fantasy flight. Like he's been moving all over the place. It's great. Um, meeting all those friends, meeting Vanessa and your friends over in the Clone Wars panel and just, you know, building up those relationships, I think is one of the best parts. Seeing the cosplayers mm-hmm. and the different charity organizations, like the Rebel, um, the Rebel, I don't know what they're called. Rebel Force. Re- Rebel Force Radio? <laughs> no, uh, it's like the the 501st version of, but the Rebels, I can't remember what they're Rebel called. Legion. Rebel or Legion. Rebel Legion. Uh, Re- yeah, Rebel Legion, I think. Yeah, I, think right. I didn't know they had one. Yeah, That's and then cool. there's the Mando Mercs, and you get to see all the Mando Mandalorians, mm-hmm. but they're all like unique armor and stuff like that they make. Mm-hmm. We actually met a guy in the plane that had full on like metal out like Mandalorian helmet. The helmet weighed like thirty pounds. <laughs> yeah, that was that was nuts. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, no Star Wars celebration. Like everything you guys said and more. Like the lineups, the autographs. I, I would go for the autographs. Um, just because I, I want to actually meet the people behind the characters and you know mm. get that experience there. And I'm glad, Ed, you got to share the Ian McDermott one with me because honestly, that made my day. Oh my God. Um, and just seeing you there, just like tears rolling down your face <laughs> and being like, thank you. It was just fantastic. Um, kind of touching on that. I mean, just like seeing the cast and seeing the, the people that are behind it, like they're just mm. a, a lot of them, like if not most of them, are just as passionate. And just like, oh, just yeah. like Peter, Peter Mayhew, like that was his last convention and he was just not feeling well he was he wanted to be there yeah he wanted to do it for not only the fans but like just every everybody that was attending mm-hmm. right exactly and then what a couple days later he was gone it's yeah. just it's just mm-hmm. goes to show that this is their their life is just much as like ours and like 
they, they're just so passionate about yeah. it. I got to meet Carrie Fisher in 2017, I believe it was, before. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like passed, the the was... memorial they did for her, it still brings me to. Yeah. I still miss her. That's I, what I, this, I, the fan I, community just brings everybody together. He, you know. And this is something that, um, and I, I, I don't like the character. I don't associate it with the person. And I think this this convention was great for Ahmed Best because mm. of it was. Her. It, yeah, because I think it's really right? for him. Yeah, like he, yeah. he walked on the stage and that overwhelming cheer he got. Because we, Noma and I saw it through video, I think. Mm-hmm. Because Dan, you went to that one. I think Vanessa, you were there as well. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and he, I, I was surprised he didn't just break down right there. But like, he's probably seen so much dumb shit and hate just because he played a character. Like, if you don't enjoy the character, you don't enjoy the character, whatever. Exactly. But don't attack the person for doing yeah, it, for, exactly. for playing it, right? And if you attack them, well, they did a fantastic job at that point. So recognize that before you go anywhere further. And now he's a Jedi Master, so. Mm-hmm. Up, up or here. Sith Lord, we never know. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, but now he's like, he's a, like, he's a, Is he playing on uh, the High Republic or no? Um, not in I think in High Republic, but he's also on a kid show that he's a Jedi Master. Perfect. See, and that see, those are the things that these conventions can be for as well. Like if if they didn't have that specifically, I feel like a bunch of people would have done it anyway. He may not have seen it, but it would have been done and it would have been around. And I think that's what makes some of this community some of the best. Like you get the best and the worst with everything, but when your best is at that level, that's amazing to see. Mm. So. All right. Mm-hmm. Going back to our different topics here, um, I know I've worked at a convention and Ed has. Has anybody else? Vanessa, have you worked mm-hmm. at a convention or Noma? Um, never any of um, uh, any of relevance. I mean, I've volunteered at like um, like movie conventions and stuff like okay. that. Okay. Like mm-hmm. nothing, nothing of relevance. Um, okay. Something I've always wanted to do, but at the same time, I mean, I mean, just I mean the the star wars star wars chicago was pretty it was it was well done but i mean there was a lot a lot of glitches and like in the oh replay. yeah lack and of staffing too lack of staffing and so That's i think I, 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 I couldn't work it i wouldn't want to be there i mean just you'd have to give me a lot of benefits um, <laughs> i mean there yeah. are people that <laughs> worked at the convention that got to like be the handlers for like mark hamill or like you know what i mean like hanging out with mark hamill all day yeah. is like that's pretty cool that is cool, but that's just the one-off chance you're going to do that or be the one that's at the booth just getting yelled at why yeah, exactly. about why their passes aren't working. Yeah. Um, I don't know. I, I, w- I would I need like a... Retail already. I don't yeah. know if I want to do that. <laughs> I, I would I would demand like a five-hour break. <laughs> so I probably wouldn't be able to work at those places. You, but I'd be you, like, you I, made I, a I need half a day for myself. You used the word break, which has no meaning. In oh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> no one does what I mean. Because I've heard some of the fan expo stuff. So. Ed, start us off with this, man. Are you sure? My horror stories go by. They go bad with working them. Do you have lighter ones that you want to yeah. start? Oh, yeah. let's, I, ease, let's ease into it. After my mm. first year um, at uh, Anime North, I uh, started doing karate and I met a lot of friends through that. And there was a group of the guys that I hang out with still that do the Moonlight Ball, which is like the semi-formal um, ball that they do every year that has contests, dancing, drinks, and food and everything and it's just like this really nice semi-formal ball found it so after or sorry anime north. anime north after hours yeah, yeah so every year there was a different theme and so i started helping with that in my second year at anime north and i and i went until uh la- like last convention that happened 
Um, and every year was different. We did like a, you know, Feudal Era Japan thing. We did a Pokemon theme. We did like um, sci-fi themed, which is when I did my semi-formal Boba Fett. We've done like just a whole bunch of different types of, um, of, of themes, which is fun. Like Dark Carnival was one of them as well. That sounds awesome. The it masks was. and like, yeah, oh, well, yeah cool. that would be my jam. I'd love and that. So we had like all these carnival games because we always made all the props and things by ourselves in a, in a month before the convention. Mm. And um, yeah, no, it was a lot of fun. And I did that every year and it paid for my volunteer. And it was, it was literally only like a month leading up to it every now and again, helping out. And then at the convention, it was one night you set up, you do your, you know, you run the event and then you uh tear down. tear down and then you're done right at like three o'clock in the morning and then you can enjoy the rest of the convention yourself so that's just like a friday basically i, I lost out mm. on um but it, honestly it was so much fun and i got to have meet a lot of different people and see a lot of different cosplayers and stuff and it was it was a good time um apart from that though i haven't worked at any other conventions but yeah it was i would i would highly recommend if you ever get to go to anime north in the future if it ever happens again with covid and all that stuff um mm. moonlight ball is probably one of my favorite things that i've done because it's just such a fun time so there we have the positive side of working <laughs> the con mm-hmm. see we already went through the corporate take with fan expo and how that's changed and to see that change occur was terrible um i used to work for a game company and we would be at fan expo and from the start like like dan said you have the data set up that was actually the day before so you go in let's say it starts on the thursday you're in on the wednesday you're in at like 5 6 a.m you and about 30 of your peers across all stores trying to set this really small area up nobody has direction is key when you're doing this and when you have five different people trying to tell you how to do the same thing it makes it take longer and longer. And so you're already in a bad mood for what should be a good convention. Yeah. Did you want to tell them what you did at the convention? Like who you worked for? Or no, I don't. That name out? <laughs> I'm not dropping that name. No worries. Um, but sure enough, like if you, if you were looking at stocks at any time in the last year, then you can get an idea of who it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, anyhow, so you're already in a bad mood getting into it enter the day noma made the joke about breaks we got the break speech at the beginning oh no everybody was allowed you know your standard oh you have half an hour here and and you know maybe a 15 minute little thing here problem is it takes you half an hour to find the person that you want to tell that you're going on break um because they're doing something else meanwhile the other people that you can tell are have are like two hours into their five hour break that you brought up because that happens. Um, people will just leave. Meanwhile, but you can't because you know, you have to be at the booth. You have to be at the cash. You have to be on the floor. You have to be engaging people. The people were the only thing that saved it from being at absolute hell. But those few people, most of them just went through and you know, your average con goer just like, Oh, this is cool. This is cool out right they won't speak to you for the most part but you don't you can engage them hey and they'll give you a nod wave that's that's fine i had great people come up to me and be like man this is awesome this is awesome really appreciating everything we did so it felt bad to i couldn't tell them being like i i hate it and i want to die and you should kill me um 
But meanwhile, we're seeing all the other stuff get set up, and Warner Bros. is getting it worse. And Sony, oh. poor Sony, they had just brought out the VR. Mm. This is a few, yeah, they had just brought out the VR. Their line was cutting through ours. We were getting yelled at to make these people go around. So not only are you trying to run something, now you have this pickup new job of directing traffic. Partway through, like, I had to ask my friends who weren't even going to the con to come through. I'd get them a pass so they could go and actually take a walk around and pick up my list of things that I wanted to pick up. Because, again, at one of these, you make a list of things you want, thinking you'll have the time. I remember somebody didn't bring a lunch, and they're just like, ah, oh, don't worry. I can go get one on break. It's like your break's half an hour. You're going to be in line for two hours. Yeah. You're not getting food. We will help you. Um, speaking of that, we did order food on the one day that we were setting up. And it didn't show up. Oh, no. God. Did you so pay for it already? Oh, yeah. So you had hungry people there, tired people there. It, nobody was happy. That sounds awful. And so mm. with the subsequent years, you knew as soon as August hit and some of the calls started coming through, but like, hey, so we need volunteers. We need volunteers. And it's just like you, you basically have to say on those meetings, be like, you know what? It's time to volunteer people yeah. because nobody's going to sign up to do this. Yeah everybody's been told about what happened last year and the years before and nobody, nobody wants right to go through that. It, it, and, it, it turned into a it turned into a new recruit hazing slash initiation oh he's boy. like if this is your first year working for the company you're going to fan expo there's no debate and they're like yeah and then they hear about they're like and oh. that's it and that's it because i was the same way i yeah. i was like fan expo like, oh yeah yeah sign me up and sign me up for all the days are you kidding me i don't want to be worst mm. decision i ever made <laughs> yeah and, and you you do not get to appreciate the con for what it is, even one like that, because there you can go around, you can see your favorite things, you can go out, you can buy one or two things here and there, but you can overall just enjoy the experience. Mm. Working it, you like Dan said, do your one day. If you have to do something, do one day and then enjoy the rest. Mm. Because after that, Noma made a good point about, you know, go on walks, train yourself up, do everything. I hadn't done any of that before, before working it. And standing around there for about 10 12 hours or they the money is good don't get me wrong mm. anybody who wants to think that way you're more than welcome to it's great you are putting in the effort for it and your body will hate you for like a week oh, yeah. after it mm. i wanted to take my vacation right after because i'm just like i'm dying this is it <laughs> why will my body respond to me i forgot how to walk yeah like it's the, i was like do i bend my knee and as soon as i had that thought process i couldn't I couldn't move. It was weird moving my foot forward being like, what do now? Because you're in like a small like, like space too, usually, right? Yep. Yep. And the floors are that weird fake like like wooden yeah, like, yeah. board. Flat. So it's like, like it, it's bouncy. Flat. Yeah. And it's, it's it's oh, this is good for you to stand on. No, you can't really set your balance right. Like a so weird trampoline. Yeah. Yeah, man. It's 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 not fun. Um yeah. and I can so, I can attest to everything Ed's saying because as someone who also worked at that location. Company. Yeah, yeah um, that place for a year. Yeah, we we heard the same stories coming up around August, and it was yeah, it was one of those things where like yeah, it's going to be presented as a great thing. Yeah, don't do it. Or watch out. Yeah. Oh, ironically, I wasn't put on that because I had a ticket already for one day, mm. and so I was like, I can't be there for the weekend. And yeah, yeah. it's not worth it for them. <laughs> so then it's yeah. it's if you are doing it like that was just me, and that was working a big corporate. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and, and you were higher up store on, on the exactly yeah so it was like i was i was kind of shoehorned into it i had to be there mm -hmm. do i regret the experience no because i think it was formative because now when i go to cons 
anybody who is in the booth, anybody who is you doing that, that respect and you will never hear anything bad. From not that me. you didn't have that respect before, you know. No, yeah. no, no, and definitely, but like, yeah, he, if there's anybody who's causing any grin of rudeness, I will be that guy who goes out and gets you a slice of pizza, gets you a coffee, course, brings it yeah. back, and it's like, this is for you. Don't worry about it. Keep doing what you're doing. Stay awesome. Yeah. You know? Because yeah. you, need, you need those people. Because yeah. I wish I had even one person who did that. Coming around and saying hi is great. It's just like, dude, did you eat today? Did you drink today? Have you slept last night? Like, are you, do you need to sit down for five minutes? I think minutes? that's what con, like the, the one con experience side of the con experience that really needs to improve is the working aspect of it. And when you're working, volunteering or like dealing, if you're in the dealer's room doing all like the merchandise stuff or the artist alley, like those are hard, long hours and you pay a lot to get those tables. Yeah. Mm. Like because, that's, that's one thing that you need to like, the conventions need to figure out. And Dan said it right there. And I feel like that is, that is a mentality that needs to die. And I don't, I don't care how harsh that sounds. Just because you pay to have your your booth there, your panel there, does not mean that you don't get to be taken care of like you're a VIP. Yeah. Because those people you've set up there, and now people know you're there, and they want to come to see your stuff. Yet they're you're not being taken care of and having like a your basic needs aren't met. You're not being fed. You're not having breasts. You're not. Yeah. It it doesn't make sense to me. Like these are the people. Like sure, there'd be people here regardless, but there are more people now because of them. Take care of them. Mm -hmm. That's it. And like even if you have to sit around, it's like you know what. We're gonna have an express place in the bathroom for you. You you might not think of it at that point. You're like, oh, what the hell? When you need to go and you're like, I have that express. You're gone and you're happy about it. And you know that food, water, everything like that. You don't want to send one of your guys out and be like, I don't know if he's gonna make it back. It's good. You're going to war all of a sudden, right? It's 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 something that needs to be properly recognized, properly addressed. And yeah, they're making money at your con, sure. But you're just the venue. Yeah. These these are the people that are driving you. If you so, build it, they will come. Exactly. <laughs> so uh, last few things here. We're gonna go. I think we're gonna go to the sec- the last topic first, and then the final the, the topic before that. So we're oh, gonna well, go. You wanna end on a high note? Yeah, we're gonna <laughs> yeah. end on a high note today. <laughs> yeah. um, con horror stories. If you have anything that like weird, unexplained, like the weirdest interaction you've ever had, convention story. We're going to go through, we'll do maybe one or two quick ones per person to get through it. Uh, Vanessa, is there any weird convention experiences you have had? Whether it's yeah, at a panel. <laughs> whether it's I at a panel. Weird, or... but I was at, um, I was at the um, Alan Tudyk's. Was it Alan Tudyk's? Or, I can't remember which one it was. It was one... two panel with like the Cassian stuff? It would have been for K2. Because I think he was I talking about, I... yeah. I was just at one of the panels and um, this guy refused to sit down. Like he, like everybody was sitting down. He was filming the entire thing and I, we couldn't see. And so it's like, so we're like, Hey sir, can you sit down? And he just ignores us, ignores us, ignores us, ignores us. And it it gets to the point where everybody is getting pissed off at this guy. And I I don't want to cause anything, but there's just, there's just those couple of fans that they just think that they're entitled entitled to the whole world, that they've they've been beat up. And I get that. They've been beat up. They're just misfits. It's despicable. It's, (laughs) I I get it. They've had a hard life, but that Mm. doesn't make you be able to be an ass. Yeah. Yeah, Um, Yeah, no, I'm like, stop being an ass. Jeez. Hey. (laughs) Um, So that one was not a fun one. Um, Just some of the stuff that, like, I mean, the stuff, like, it just had how expensive food gets there. Like, 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 what, $20 for a slice of pizza? Yeah. (laughs) Where they're just like, what are you going to do? Are you going to leave? 
exactly. Well, that's why I was like, I have a Yoda backpack, and I stuff. He looks like a stuffed animal, and I just stuff <laughs> snacks in there. Yeah, um, but smart. that was great about Chicago is that I mean, yes, you risk losing like 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 uh, panels or about mm. or stuff, but there was food like some of the best cuisine in oh, the, yeah, in the country there. Mm. So I mean, I got a lot of ramen, so that was great. Oh yeah. Ah. Um, honestly i mean there's nothing that's been terrible it's good that's a um, that's for fantastic me. It's, just like, it's just like there's it's just like the the i would say um just like i don't want to be super feminist or anything like that but there's just a lot of yeah, culture out there where just like the, that that like where oh, there's a, a lot of mm. hate against girl girl nerds or something like yeah it, where, like, i've experienced i've that. seen that too i don't understand I, that yeah and then it's just like um like i was at florida supercon and like um there was this guy walking around that's saying star wars is for guys only i don't know actually well, yeah how was he still in the con how was he not oh, oh, he was God. getting a lot of hate he was getting yeah i'm just saying you're probably doing it for attention oh my god he was just doing it for attention, so we just because had to like, ignore him. Yeah, but yeah. I'm like, that's unfortunate. Like, what a piece of shit. Because you would think that you'd want more people, and especially girls in it, and then you could be like, I yeah, found like, like, that's, that's like why her galaxy was created, is, and like just because, um, like yeah. I, I, Ashley was like got oh, a like letter. The, the the clothing brand, her universe. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I love why, that stuff. That's why I started because like we there was no representation for us, and now and now some of the best designs out there are from her universe. There's actually some that I wanted to buy, and it's like that shirt's not going to fit me, yeah. but I really like. Like they have some. Yep. They have male versions now. Like, oh, that's they good. Have that's a whole, good. They have a whole spectrum now. That's but, awesome. I mean, for a while, mm-hmm. I mean, I, I, I was tired. I, I was tired of wearing the boxy men's mm-hmm. shirts that just can't fit. Anything. They are boxy. I'm not gonna lie. They are boxy, and but, he's got alter them, man. But I mean, yeah. I mean, it's Star Wars. <laughs> that's like the whole thing about like this universe, and like the, like even like if you, even if it's not Star Wars, whether it be mm-hmm. anime or manga yeah. or like or Lord the Rings. Any and, fandom, it can be. It doesn't have to be for one spectrum. It can no. be for everyone, and that's what I don't get. I mean, I get it. it's kind of fun. It's like it's fun for Star Trek fans to hate Star Wars, but I mean, like mm. in the end, that's can we all fun. just get along? Yeah. Mm. And and there, there's this there's this cycle of stupidity that I've I've seen with the the thing you were talking about with that guy, and yeah. as someone who's also in a couple of other hobbies that have a similar mindset like Warhammer and stuff like that, it's this infuriating circle mindset that they get into where it's like oh the new people who are getting into this hobby are ruining it they're just they're coming in and they don't know it and they don't understand it like i have for 30 years so they're just bad and we shouldn't have them in here and then they turn around and go i don't understand why this hobby is dying why is no one interested in it it's such a cool universe and it's like because of you <laughs> exactly and with star wars it's like yeah. these people yeah. that like uh, like this hate culture yeah or they're just like hating on all the actors hating on all the fans oh, and like yeah. and then they're and like i can get that like like yes um the la- the last skywalker not the greatest i mm. mean like uh, Rise of Skywalker, Last Jedi. Eh, yeah. I mean, yes. Oh, they were all that area. Yeah. Yes. Just... But in the end, do yeah. it? Do the actors require the hate they get? No, no. God, no. no. Nobody deserves that. People that like that actually like the movies deserve the hate they get. No. Mm. In the end, like, like leave people alone. Just let them do if their you job. Like something, like something. Yes, yes. Um, Night Night Wish is weird. It, it can be, in my opinion. Um, and uh, but that's okay. Like mm. I don't get it, but just because I don't get it doesn't mean that other people yes. can't love it too. Exactly. You look mm. at so, it, you find the things that you love, and you go to those things, yeah. and you experience those things, and you share those things with the people that you care about, right? But it's like you don't you you don't need to throw the hate everywhere. Like mm. you get that you don't under, you don't like it or you don't understand it, and you just you're you're 
to the point where you need to share that with the world for some reason. But just take it and let it go and then go find the things you do like because that will bring <laughs> you happiness instead of you misery and everybody else around you misery. I mean, exactly. I mean, I didn't, like, I'll be honest with you. The, the whole anime segment, I wasn't quite understanding because I'm not into anime. <laughs> but I mean, sure. I could have ruined the entire show and say, this sucks. I don't understand yeah. what you're saying. I could have just upright left and say, like, let yeah. me know when the convention part gets on. <laughs> but yeah. I actually, by sitting down and listening to you guys, I learned a lot. And that mm -hmm. it's actually, these things are going to be something I'm going to enjoy and probably look into as soon as we get off this call. So, mm -hmm. like, I mean, just like shut up and enjoy, enjoy the like the surroundings you're in, people. Jeez, exactly. you don't have to sh 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 like actually hate on it. Mm -hmm. yeah. No, how about you, man? <laughs> oh, are Best we part doing... of convention? No, we're on no, the horror story. Horror story. Right? Sorry. <laughs> are we? Are we going straight to me? Because I'm in the same position as Ed. Mine's going to be the heavy stuff. <laughs> yeah, do yours, and then I have mine too, so that we can we can go you, Ed, then myself. Well, mm -hmm. why, don't, why don't we save me for last? Because sure. mine are a little bit. Right. <laughs> Ed, go for it. Mine. My horror story is just more of a personal one. Like that, Chicago was a lot of fun, but I know it could have been that much better if I just, you know, was 100%. Um, mm. Because there were a lot like the like the Rise of Skywalker. Are you mad at me yet? Thing. No, and I, I felt so bad. We got we got back to Toronto and Dan was just like, dude, I don't know if it is. And I was like, it's not you. You are a great person. Mm. It's I was so fucking tired and sick, sorry <laughs> and sick and just thinking about it makes me upset. Yeah, because I was there and I was just like, I couldn't sleep. I was shivering. I like just walking around was hell and pain. I couldn't breathe properly at one point. It was just like this sucks. And I'm at the best place and this sucks. Yeah. And mm. so like oh, there was man. points where I just wanted to sit down, but both Dan and Noam were so excited that they were running around everywhere. So like. We My didn't realize work. you were sick at first. And yeah, that was yeah. it. And I was trying so hard not to like be a damper to it. And that's my horror story being like the fight within myself to just be like, okay, you can't breathe. <laughs> They're up there. Awesome. Where you just pull yourself forward. If you get forward in a little just bit, you pass just pass out go. forward. Just, just walk forward <laughs> and pass out. And so like even even while trailing a bit, it was just like I was trying to do that whole like, okay, we have boss in the front, and then we have Sev. Then I'll be Scorch and fuck Fixer, and then we'll just, we'll just <laughs> go. This is the worst. I hate we'll just Fixer. go right. So that that was it for me. Just being like, I mm. if I could do that and be a hundred percent, I wouldn't have a horror story other than working one. Yeah, but that that was me because I didn't. The last thing I wanted to do was forget anything from. That's why we did the podcast Chicago because of that. Yeah. So the podcast <laughs> and the pictures, the pictures helped meeting a lot of unique people there. I will still remember. I met a clone commando. who was like, oh, giant oh, yeah. right. this guy was like six, seven or whatever in that. And he was in the Karen Travis um, clone armor too, mm. which was amazing. And so, and he had the voice modulator and everything. I remember I would probably look like a little kid to him. I was like, yeah, <laughs> can you talk again? Yeah. And like the <laughs> okay. light up visor too. Yeah, yeah, no, he was he was awesome. Man. That's, a, so, that's an outfit I would love to do as a clone commando. But I must have looked drunk or something like that because sick and doing the whole like, dude, yeah. <laughs> oh, it's so cool. Like yeah. they should have right? said you so, get merchandise in that giant line. Yeah. <laughs> that you would have been saved and you would have yeah. been a hero. Just like, hey, that, do you need merchandise? Contact Ed and he will get it. keep it for you. He will leave it along the line. Yeah. <laughs> the last part was like. On the second last day, we found this one place selling lightsabers, and oh, yeah. Yeah. I couldn't, I couldn't find the. Forgot the... you bought that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. So 
on the last day, we had the whole sale going through, and he's still in his box. He's still right here. Oh, yeah. But I picked up this lightsaber from there. Yeah, the Kylo and, Ren force effects. Yeah, but the horror story behind this is dealing with FedEx. Oh, God. <laughs> because initially they were like, hey, you want you want to bring this thing out of the country? Do you have a box? It's in a box. Can you wrap it up? Well, we can wrap it up for you, maybe. What's the box? Okay, great. Now, do you, and I was so thankful. I just I just have a credit card in my wallet that I don't use. Because I was like using my my Visa debit the entire time, taking out money, and they're like, "Okay, this is fine, this is fine." Until FedEx, who's you know the one that should be able to do this, no problem. Mm. Oh, no, we can't take your debit card. Actually, we can only take a Visa. So if you have that, and I was just like, "Oh, this hasn't been really used all that much. Is it really yours?" I'm like, "You're really gonna pull this shit right now? Are you kidding me? I have a flight in like three hours." I'm I remember panicking. that. Remember that packaging yeah. kerfuffle yeah. that took hours? Oh my yeah. god! I was panicking because like, I mean, they're not gonna make my flight. I'm not going to be able to send this. This bullshit. I just need this gun. And the lady, finally, there's one lady behind the counter after I got back up there who was perfect. She was just like, oh, Canadian, because this is your ID, which is your passport, which, okay, mm. do you have a – I can see that, like, part of the ticket in here. You're leaving today. Okay, we have the – you know what? Waved a bunch of stuff, put my card yeah. through. Everything was fine. Mm. Got it shipped. I got it, like, within a week of getting home. So at that point, it was like – and that, 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 that lineup was, was a, ridiculous. Yeah, because yeah, that was a horror story that turned out to be okay at the end. Yeah. But it started in between, because, I was starting to get real pissed off. I remember, so we got, yeah. Well, we got, we got double lucky, too, because I don't know if you guys remember, but we would have missed our flight. Yeah. But it got delayed by 45 minutes. Yes. And, that's, and so we literally just got there on time. Yeah. With that. That was Man. nuts. Yeah, so it was, it was it awful to, and got real good. That airport we dude wanted to take my Witcher necklace too, and I would have fought oh, somebody yeah. that day. Because he was just, I had to take it off and put it in the thing. He's like, what's that? And I'm just like, it's my necklace. He's like, oh, it's all pointy. I was like, I don't give a fuck. And I, I picked it up. I was just like, this is coming with me, or mm. I am not going. Something's yeah. happening. Yeah. And he was just like, it's not me. Yeah. You know what's you know what's hilarious about that, though? I guess, you know what, we'll just go straight into to my stories if... if uh... Sure. I cool, have one that cause... kind of piggybacks off ads if yours is not from Star Celebration. Uh, oh, okay. Yeah, we'll do yours then. But funny, so they they had a problem with you with a Witcher pendant. Um, oh, yes. Was, oh, yeah. yes. So I I took the flight to Chicago. It was fine. Everything was fine. I, I'm there. I'm waiting for the fantasy flight panel, and I'm talking to some guy, um, and we're talking about some stuff, and I was like, oh, yeah, no, there's there, the, I've got something like that in my bag right now, and I reach into my bag, and I freeze. So uh, no, no guy, allegedly hmm? you had something in your bag. I mean, I'm fine with saying I didn't okay, know it okay, was there. Okay. I it was it was an honest mistake. I don't even know when I put this in my bag. What was it? But so I I freeze and he's like, "What?" and I pull out a box cutter. Oh. And I'm like, "When did I have this?" But it was in it had been in my bag for like months, but it was in the airport and it went on the plane. Yeah. I didn't know it was there. Obviously, I didn't intend to do anything with it. I literally just like looked at it and I was like, "Cool!" And I just threw it in the trash because I was like, "I'm not taking this back <laughs> no, with me." No, 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 no. no. <laughs> yeah. So that was a mis- yeah, that was a, a moment where it was just like, "Oh God!" Always and check just... your baggage before you. Start <laughs> yeah, packing. seriously, I'm doing. <laughs> Did that you now. pack this bag months ago? It, it must have been something. For, it must have been something I brought for work at some point Maybe. because it was my work bag I brought with me. But yeah, yeah I don't know what. 
for, for my horror stories for that same Star Wars celebration, Chicago. Mm. Um, you guys will remember this one. I was oh, yeah, so yeah. down <laughs> to buy as much art as I could because there were so many amazing art pieces from Star Wars Celebration, the official artists. So mm. I bought some Ahsoka pieces. I bought some like Boba Fett ones, like some really nice ones that I, I bought. I pre-ordered and I picked them up there and all that. And then we were going for dinner, right? So we were going to Carson's Ribs for, for dinner, which was so good. So good. And um, as we went for dinner, we uh, like we were looking for a place, and I looked down because I was gonna grab my my poster tube, and it was gone. Yep. And I was like, the convention's closing, like it's done, everyone's leaving, like no one's allowed back in, and all this stuff. And I'm like, shit, where did I just drop like four hundred dollars worth of posters? And like I have no idea where we set it, and. It was the worst. It was the worst feeling in the world because we spent like an hour and a half running around sh downtown Chicago looking for like we went to all the restaurants and all, we retraced all of our steps and we couldn't find it. And then finally, we call I called the convention center and I was like, hey, is there a poster tube that you guys had someone hand in or found or anything like that? They're like, actually, yeah, there's one that was here a little while ago. And I said, oh, can I see if it's mine? Because I, I lost mine and I've been looking for it for a long time. And so we went over and it was at the, the front desk and it, I literally, when we were there, it was right beside the post office, I think. And when we were there, I set it down and I turned my back and we were talking and then I moved over and did something else. And then I just left it on the counter and then we left to go get dinner. And I didn't realize I left it there, but yes, we, uh, I lost my poster tube and finally, you know, horse story gone right. We found the poster tube and everything went well. Mm -hmm. but that's yeah, you, the you most... have to do like a whole quiz game you're like okay well what are the posters and yeah i'm like this one, this one this, this one this one yeah. this 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 yeah. he's like oh yeah yeah okay yeah it's yours <laughs> so, yeah I, I remember that the, yeah, the i felt so bad though because you guys fun. were like following me around we're like where is it and you guys like don't worry about it like we went to a convenience store mm. we asked all the clerks we went to the restaurants that we went to in the bars we're like yeah, is yeah. there anything here and they're like no we're like are you sure like yeah, so people were looking at us like, were you crazy? Well, we would we, we were making a stink up in that thing. restaurant, like legit. And I didn't I felt really bad. No, it's here. It's here. I'm like, it has to be here. It wouldn't be anywhere else. And it wasn't there. <laughs> but uh yeah. Yeah, so uh my own con horror stories are a little bit different from you guys's, and they do come with some self-cringe. It's it's stuff that I don't really look back on too fondly, fondly of my own <laughs> choices. But uh, yeah, for the first couple of years I was at MMA North, I mean, keep in mind, I was, you know, kind of an awkward teenager. This is grade nine to 11. No, I was kind of an this. awkward teenager? Come on now. Oh yeah, no, super awkward teenager. Disrespect. <laughs> <laughs> but going to these anime conventions and being Japanese, my big brain move was that I thought if I announced that I am Japanese, Whenever I had the chance to, you know, I would be the cool guy and I would attract women and other cringy things. Uh, so basically how that ties into it is I think the second year I was at Anime North, I was uh, walking around with a buddy of mine and it was his first convention. So we were talking at one point and he was like, uh, and I, I was just curious, right? Because I was like, oh, you know, what do you think about this? Are you enjoying it? You know, because I'm having a lot of fun. I want to make sure you are. And he was like, yeah, it's cool. But like, isn't it weird for you to like walk around and see this like mecca to your culture going on and like i cracked a joke i was like no no no. it just means when we take over it'll be easier um you know yeah and you just laugh about that but then afterwards i'm going no it's it's i do actually enjoy it because you know um i i know growing up in north america well my parents growing up in north america that 
it wasn't always like this, right? Mm-hmm. You know, there wasn't this much Asian tolerance beforehand. So it's nice. It's It doesn't make me proud because that's kind of weird as I'm kind of doing this rambling thing. But I'm like, you know, it, it, it makes me happy to be Japanese and see people, people appreciate loving that. Yeah. Culture like this, right? Um, and as I finish saying that, I hear someone scream, oh my God, you're Japanese. And I, I mentioned glomping earlier in this podcast. I get glomped by this girl I've never met before. So she just straight up jump tackles me, which normally it's like, haha, that's kind of cute. But she was like a lot heavier than me. Uh, heavy enough that I left the ground when she hit me. Uh, you leave the ground with that force? You leave the ground? Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. It was, oh, yeah. It was, it was like a get to you and you just fly. Exactly. And it was a big run up. Uh, and so I literally like left the ground and thankfully didn't land on the pavement. I landed on the grass. Okay, good. Um, but yeah, so this girl's like, oh, my God, I've never met a Japanese person before. And I was like, oh, my God, I oh, think wow. you broke my ribs. So, yeah, that... After that, we have this really awkward conversation because I'm trying to process what the hell is happening. Yeah. Um, and eventually, I don't. On, I honestly don't remember the conversation. But at a certain point, I was just warning lights. So I was like, "Okay, I gotta go." So I was like, "Okay, it's it's been nice talking to you, but um, I gotta leave." And I kind of point to my friend who's like dying of laughter. <laughs> I was like, "I got we got we got to go." And so I I turn to leave, and as I go to leave, the girl's like, uh, "Oh wait, before you go, can I ask you something?" And I should have, I should have just left. But I was, I was like, yeah, what is it? And she asks, can I buy some of your hair? Yeah, yeah. And I kind of just, dude, 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 tell me you did it. Tell me I I just, I just turned and ran. Yeah. And, well, easy money that day bro. voodoo dolls <laughs> so, said voodoo so, dolls. That's, that's what my friend was saying when once my friend had stopped laughing uh oh, he was no. like dude you should have done that you made some easy money and i was like no because that story ends one of two ways it either ends with me starting to get like pains in my ass after she made a voodoo doll out of me or they break into our house the police break into our house in 20 years and they find a bunch of my clones chained up in our basement <laughs> i'm not okay with either of those <laughs> Sorry, I'm gonna get to care of those clones for you. It's fine. Oh my yeah, god! Exactly right. But yeah, so I've got a couple of other ones, but they're they're that that is the one that sticks that out most in my mind because there were a bunch of other times later on where I would say I'm Japanese and it would just more evolve, more crazy people would show up and they would all be kind of weird situations. And eventually, I realized, you know, a what you're doing is super cringe, and b yeah. you're only attracting strange people. Yeah. How would you not find yourself in a misery situation, man? My God. <laughs> Because I was always around other people, yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah, and I'm careful with my ankles. <laughs> oh man, but yeah, that was so, that was an interesting one. Uh, let's get right. into the best parts of conventions. That's the last segment for our podcast. Mm. Um, Vanessa, what is some of the best? Like maybe one or two things that you really thought was the best part of the conventions that you've been to, whether it's Star Wars Celebration or any of the other conventions you've been to. Yeah, um, I think we kind of already summed it up. It's just mm. like meeting people that. Yeah or just like you and like having that safe, like relatively safe, well, as long as you don't get glommed for being Asian. Yeah. Yeah, no. <laughs> in, uh, in, my, in their defense, I shouldn't have <laughs> announced yeah, it. Yeah, exactly. That was so um, fun, man. No, just finding people that kind of share your passion. And then also just in, in general with, in terms of like, whether it be someone next to you in line and having a conversation that you don't normally under get to have because people think you're crazy. Or person you um, never but, thought you'd ever meet. Exactly. Yeah. And then and then just going to like the artist alley or the vendor alley and just getting the things yeah. that you're passionate about so that that reflects who you are. I mean, I had this giant um, like 
uh, TV uh, station station that has like every pop um, um, Funko Pop and uh, all like my memorabilia and my posters and it's just like it just makes me happy and yeah. so that's just the best part of like going to a convention that you can make whether it be like a medical convention or even anything in general if it's something mm. you're passionate about go do it and yeah. like meet people that are like that have the same passion as you because it's a great opportunity not only as like as a businesswoman to network yeah. but then also just kind of learn more about the thing that you're passionate about and so that's kind of sums up what i want to say this, this just popped in my head if you were to give one piece of advice to people that are going to conventions for the first time what would it be just one piece of advice <laughs> Mm, do your homework i think just be able to know like go be, go ahead in advance and just know that what you want to do because like conventions are usually really good about like revealing okay this this, this these are the timetables these are the time slots um just like be so that you're aware and that you're not just wandering around and missing out on some things that you really want to do just mm -hmm. have a plan beforehand and then also yeah drink water bring snacks because mm -hmm. the prices are going to skyrocket oh, but yeah. just have a plan and then um don't be but well, while you do have a plan don't be afraid to kind of venture off and like just have mm. plan a plan b um because there's going to be things that you didn't didn't expect um didn't think that were going to be there or just there's going to be inter encounters like i remember um at star wars celebration we're um just walking around and my friend comes up to me he's like hey we have to stop right now i just read on the um screen for um the cue cards essentially for the for the um the um the the host of the star wars convention that daisy ridley um is about to walk out oh okay. so we were like right at the front no nice. one else was there. we were just like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so awesome. don't be afraid to like be spontaneous and be aware of your surroundings but 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 um they have a plan but also have fun yeah i think that's a great piece of advice for like have a plan kind of schedule your your weekend to a point and if you don't get to do the things that you wanted to do, don't be discouraged because there's other things that can pop up and give you some yeah. uh, some fun. You got to realize there's chaos, but not all chaos is bad. Exactly, mm. and that's what that's what conventions are. They it's are all for the greater good, right, fun. Ed? Yeah. No comment. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Ed. Uh, what was your or Noma? Sorry, Noma. We'll go to Noma first okay. with your sure. best part of the conventions. I mean, kind One of the same thing that yeah, kind of the same thing that Vanessa was saying, where it's just like it's just the atmosphere and the place yeah the energy it's, just, it's it's so nice to be in an area for a couple of days where you know that everyone is there for the same reason you're there and Spend they all enjoy the same things you yeah well and <laughs> yeah. and indulge in yes. a fandom that you love right i mean whether that's for an anime con or a star wars con yeah it's or, just so again yeah like like Vanessa, a medical one even like yeah, whatever yeah. you're going to yeah exactly to. right like, it's just, it's nice to be around there and be able to see all of this, you know, all of this passion just mm -hmm. be shown and fully unleashed in certain cases. Mm -hmm. And yeah, just be able to enjoy that. And I mean, I also just enjoy seeing cool cosplays. Yeah. So being able to see stuff like that is so Getting inspired fun. by them too, yeah. you know? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Right. Just making it realize that I need to put more effort into my next cosplays. What's your yeah, getting ideas off that? Uh, I mean, honestly, just just respect people and respect yourself mm. is just a big thing where it's like look people aren't people aren't at these conventions for your entertainment whether that's other con goers or the actors or anybody even mm -hmm. the staff right like just understand that there are still social limits in place because that is something i see a lot where it's oh because it's a convention and it's stuff i like i can do whatever i want it's like no we're still out in public yeah and it's still actual people they're not just like puppets 
Yep. Right. No, and even on that here. Yeah, exactly. Right. So just respect everyone and just be good to people. Just be good to them. Like you would want people to be good to yourself. And mm -hmm. on that same vein, respect yourself as well. Right. Cause I, I've seen a few times people get put into situations that I know they feel like they should just go along with. Cause like, Oh, these people like the same thing. I pressure. Do. Yeah. Yeah, it's like no. If you don't want to do it, don't do it. Just because just because they like Star Wars or anime doesn't mean you have to do what they want you to do. Yeah, yeah. Just respect in general. Ed, what is your favorite part of conventions and your piece of advice? Yeah, again, for me, it was the travel. It's the journey. It's the experience. You know, especially it's the friends you make along the way. <laughs> if you, especially if you're traveling, to, yeah. Han Solo, man, freedom is everything. But you, as you get there, you know what you're going towards. You know what the end goal is like because that's where you want to be. As you're getting there, it's waiting in lines. It's the people you talk to. It's all that. Um, but the best part, definitely, once you get there, you know, you're following all these things and what you got to do and what you got to do. Don't forget. That. It sounds cliche as hell, but don't forget to just have fun at yeah. the same time, too. It feels like you're following all these rules. Don't do this. Don't do this. Be here this time. Be there this time. But, like, open your eyes, look around, stop for a second. Be like, look at where you are. Take it in. You going up that escalator in Chicago was one oh, of the best yeah. things. There were so many different, um, different displays of people in whole sections. Like there was there was Padme's whole retinue yes. going down. Yeah, remember point. that? And it was like just to stand there and be like, "All the I'm legit people watching." And for a second, it was just like, "This isn't fun for this." When did this become fun for me? Kind of thing. You yeah, know? just watching. But yeah. it ties into like the advice I have is just like challenge yourself. Um, these are perfect experiences. Uh, places where you can, you know what, come out of your shell, especially if you're a big introvert, you love your books, you love everything. It's like, you know what? Talk to one person. Talk to one person because I guarantee they'll be willing to give you time because this is something they like too. And this is something they might want to talk about too. And you might meet another introverted person that's looking for that one person just to be like, I'm so excited. I don't want to tell anybody, but how do I approach you? You're standing in the line. You're sitting down somewhere. Both of you are taking a picture of the same thing whatever it might be hey that fry looks really good because we both had fries from the same whatever but as long as you give make give that challenge to yourself and maybe you don't want to talk to somebody but maybe you want to try something new noma got me in a fantasy flight i had no interest in tabletop whatsoever and he's like hey you want to sit down and play with me for a second yeah i'm at there ready what am i gonna say no for yeah you know That's what I might, get, I might get my ass kicked let's try it i had so much fun when you went to go see that uh, episode one, how I was the one who wanted to go back and play another game. Yeah, because I, I remember you talking really about that. It, right? So, and I wouldn't have done that because that's not, you're muted. <laughs> I, said, yeah, I said, it helps too that you wiped the floor with me. Yeah. yeah. And, and that was the thing. And like doing the whole Vader Immortal thing. I'm sorry, I'm dragging on. Oh, yeah, yeah. That was another thing where it's just like, hey, go do it. Why don't, my first thought was like, well, why don't you do it? Why don't you, you know what? Yeah, I'll do it. Mm -hmm. Had a blast. I now own all three episodes. I have my VR. I have everything from that. It's just like, mm -hmm. those are things that, you know what? Do one thing new. Do one thing different. Do one thing you would never expect yourself to do. Go to that canteen. Take a leap of faith sometimes. And just enjoy yourself. Yeah. Because those are the places where you will feel like the world, however trashy or shitty or whatever it's been, it all seems to come together in that one little moment for that. And everything's fine. And that's okay. You can have that. And you can enjoy that and just live with that. And I guarantee you'll remember the experience the rest of your life. But yep. you have to be able to put yourself in that situation. You may not like to go and do a bunch of things, but try. That is the one thing. Just try. Do your best. I would say the same thing. I was what you guys said. Honestly, there's nothing else I can really 
put towards the best part of conventions apart from yeah just chatting with people getting out of your comfort zone sometimes you know take a second to take a breather you know sit down take a break make sure you're getting your food make sure you are getting water right like make sure your your needs are met but also most of all take a goddamn shower <laughs> clean yourself jesus yeah, yeah. because your yeah. excitement can overwhelm yeah. all those basic necessities and you're you sweating because you're in a building with so many people Axe body spray okay yes. There's oh, don't walk around with that don't yeah. walk around with that. that is the yeah. biggest scam of anything mm. you get up you shower throw that deodorant on i'm telling you mm. that old place that holds you and it smells yeah. lovely so you people will want to talk to you even more so but if you got on that axe bro I'm tell you right now, I'm walking past you, I'm putting my face up, and I'm looking at you, and I'm giving you that side eye. Like, you dirty little mutt. And yeah. Samuel L. Jackson, basically. There you go. But also and something I well, something I've also learned from that is a very important rule as well. Just because you don't think you smell doesn't mean, you mean that you don't. Yes, that's exactly because it. Because your mind can block out your own scent. Yes. Mm -hmm. And the thing is just, yeah, take care of yourself. Honestly, that's the biggest mm. thing, is make sure that you're in a good spot, Ed. And that you're not sick, Ed, and that you're feeling good, Ed. Um, What's wrong with shade all of a sudden? No, I just, I just, I had to, I had to. I had to. to Chicago, on I the plane, it. I was fine. I you're was great. cracking jokes. Uh, when we get there, I was cracking jokes. I saw that memory of when we were in the airport ready to go. Yeah, you're like, We were all yeah. chatting and fine. Day, day one's over. What's happening? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what happened to me? But... Why? <laughs> Let's, but yeah. Uh, that that stuff will be eliminated if a lot more people you know take care of themselves and things aren't transmitted through the air the best thing about the whole convention experience now is once we get back into it i guarantee there's going to be hand sanitizing stations all over the place people are everywhere do that you know like that's going to be oh, a bigger man. thing after this pandemic is like the thought oh, yeah. and the mindset of everyone you know wanting to sanitize and do that stuff the world might be a little bit of a cleaner place hopefully i hope so hopefully but use those foot sanitizing things you press down on it with your foot yeah. and it's on this right? you don't have to touch anything so it's the mm. best one to have motion it. sensors those are also good no nah, um, they fail yeah, they do, they <laughs> do. let's round out the podcast guys thank you for uh, listening and uh, let's tune into the end here to see how you can contact us and vanessa Um, I'm gonna. You, you can find me at um, Vanessa Gambler uh, and uh, at. Um, I forget. Oh my gosh, I forgot my handles. Hang on. One Nessie second. Geek Chic. No Vanessa Geek, Nessie Geek Chic on yeah. Instagram and then Vanessa Gambler on Twitter. Thank you. No worries. I'm also on tic TikTok. I'm on uh, Gamble Got Game. Nice. That's a good nice. one too. Gamble's got the you got the best like uh, handles for that kind of stuff. That's great. <laughs> Awesome. Thank you for joining us, Vanessa. And uh, we definitely appreciated your uh, your appearance and uh, perspective on conventions. And uh, yeah, we're welcome to have you back anytime. Absolutely. Anytime at all. I'm here for you guys. <laughs> awesome. And uh, you can find me, Dan, on Twitter at Daniel J. Venard. And Noma, how can they find us on the internet? whole bunch of different ways. Uh, one of the easiest, if you want to get in contact with us, is at our website, which is voiceoftheforce.com. We've also got an email which is voiceoftheforce at gmail.com. Social media-wise, you can find us on Twitter and Instagram. Both of those handles are at voiceforcepod. As always, retweeting and reposting our new episode tweets really does help with our growing listener base and is very much appreciated. And you can listen, rate, review, follow, and subscribe to the podcast on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, 
SoundCloud, Spotify, Amazon Music, and all major podcast platforms. Viewing us with five stars and a comment helps with visibility. And you can follow or subscribe for free for the latest episodes as soon as it releases. Thank you, Noma. And uh, yeah, you will uh, listen to this episode and let us know what you think of all the convention stuff. If there's any rules or things that you think we should uh, mention on the podcast in the future, let us know because I think once Star Wars Celebration comes up in 2022 and if we're going, we're going to be doing some specials on that as well, going up to it to how to prepare for a convention, stuff like that. So yeah, with that being said, guys, thank you very much for coming out of the Voice of the Force podcast and may the Force be with you.